Welcome to the Save Room, your safe haven for gaming news and discussion. It is June 17th in the year of our Lord, 2018. And I'm Kevin. And I'm Daniel. And this episode is a bit special and a bit late, depending well, on how you look at it. That's true. But I mean, it's still there's still a lot of hype and electricity happening from it. So we, there's a crackling. It's, it's still crackling. You feel that in the air? People are still they passed out yeah. since E3, and they're just waking up in hospital beds and just going like, "Did they show Gex?" Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> so a little bit of housekeeping yeah. before we get into it. Oh sure. Because we're gonna go hard in the fucking paint. Yeah, we're, we're, there's no there's gonna be no fluff except for these words. Yeah. But the next stuff is not gonna be fluff. Right now it's fluff. This is no, all fluff. This is all fluff. Uh, first off, foremost, yep. happy yep. Father's Day to all you dads out there, dad gamers. Oh, what up, daddy? What up, daddy? Hey, dad. Uh, tell you big daddies uh, oh. with the dad bods and the dad jokes. That could mean something else. We like you. Okay. Yes. <laughs> we like you, dad. Yeah. Okay. Uh, getting into it, another little bit of housekeeping. Mm-hmm. Uh, me and Daniel have been kind of plugging away at this, uh, I guess, this burgeoning platform called uh, Twitch. It's pretty new. It's pretty new. It's pretty cool. Apparently, uh, people actually like watching other people play video games and not get super frustrated mm-hmm. and throw, you know, throw a fucking tantrum, <laughs> essentially. Which is what I do every time I watch uh, Daniel play Detroit. Oh, my God. It's less him. It's more just, God, I just feel awful when I see it. Could you imagine if we did like mm. a, a dual stream, like I play it and you watch and then we do like mystery science theater shit where you just talk over it and riff on it hard? I would want there to be the same movie theater setup. <laughs> like I would want my head like bobbing and like trying to like, you know, pick noses of yeah. like the androids and shit. Just to say, we can make that. So what? after that's our niche. So I have a Good. three or four part Detroit stream going on right now called Detroit's still not quite human or whatever. The Chronicles of Detroit. It changes, like, there's going to be four different episodes, but yeah. that one, when it's all compounded, we could sit down and watch it in a theater and do gotcha, that. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, if you want to watch bullshit like that, or our other kind of series, Blood Boys, Blood Boys. where me and my boy Daniel go at pretty much uh, Miyazaki's imagination, his sorted, sorted imagination, and uh, hack at it and roll away from it. We're not going to get too hard in it to this episode. We might do a separate one, but between yep. our last recording and today, we put about two weeks into Bloodborne, and... <clears throat> And it's been a fucking <laughs> frenzy. It seems like a little bit more than that. Uh, no, it's it's been two weeks. Two weeks. Day. Yeah, I checked the trophy. You have list. a blood calendar. <laughs> I'm, I'm counting my blood days. Gotcha. So actually, if you want to check that shit out, you can check out my stream. It is the Red Herb. Uh, that is Twitch.tv/TheRedHerb. Daniel, on the other hand, is, is Twitch.tv/TheRedHerb/DungeonsAndDaniels. That can't be true. I'm don't, piggybacking don't, here. Don't, don't do this. Yeah, separate stream, Dungeons and Daniels. You can find me out there. I've only been doing the whole streaming thing for a year. Haven't done any video footage yet. No, right. no face capturing, but we're getting there. But like, we sincerely appreciate like every person that jumps in there, and everyone's yeah. been really cool. We've had people. It's been a lot of fun so far. Right. We've had people jump into like Bloodborne with us and help us take out a boss or, yeah. or whatnot, or guide us to get items and such. And the Lightning Man. Everyone's been real, real cool. Like we, we've got a few uh, chuckleheads here and there, but yeah. we know how to bounce them. Last night we played Overcooked, and it was a fucking party. We were just screaming at each other. Yeah. Yeah, if my voice is a little hoarse, it's because, uh, well, one of the phrases that was being screamed was, if the meat is not running, I'm not a bunnin'. <laughs> and also, buns on the run. <laughs> All right, but we do need to get into it. So, 
This entire episode is about E3 2018. That is uh, basically it started last Saturday and kind of ended on, uh, as far as conferences go, on Tuesday. But yeah. show floor was open from, I believe, Monday to Wednesday. Wednesday I'm Thursday, not yeah. sure. Well, Nintendo had the whole Treehouse thing running through that week. And then there were just right. available demos all throughout the week as well for like yeah. games like Cyberpunk and Resident Evil and just all this other shit. So. For sure, for sure. So the way that we wanted to kind of like discuss this is basically like per conference we saw a lot of cool shit we're really cool excited shit. about shit we have a jumbled word doc just full of like information and dates and the number two <laughs> preceded <laughs> by a title <laughs> so so but no, is, to our credit yeah we did a good job like mm -hmm. putting this out mm -hmm. for ourselves so we have something that at least a reference just a reference yeah. doc that way we're know? not like hold on let me open my phone and look at like kotaku or ign like what did they say like no we have it here it's good it's ready to go right we got a good workflow yeah. going for this workflow i, I hope you guys know Know that we put a lot of work into the so, idiocy that we record. Much like there's, you know, pillars to Amazon or other companies, uh, we have the four save pillars. The four save room pillars. They're called leadership principles. Whatever sir. principles. Well, we're calling them. It's pillars. called be strong like Bezos. That's, okay, that's the first leadership principle of Amazon, sir. So it's a room, right? The save room. The four save room walls, and those would each <laughs> be what we identify ourselves as. So okay. this one, okay. workflow. I thought, we were, walls. I thought we were moving away from fluff, uh, Daniel. That's not just fluff. It's like, I don't know. It's like ash. It's ash on a bed. Oh, ash in one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, ash in one. All right. But let's dive right the fuck into it. Uh, so the first conference was on Saturday. It belonged to a little a little known company called Electronic Arts. They showed off uh, pretty much what they got going on for the rest of the year and beyond. Mm -hmm. Uh, let's so, going into this mm -hmm. one. What were you kind of hyped for and thinking they would show? <laughs> we were both super hyped about the idea of them either doing a Dead Space trilogy, mm -hmm. re like remaster. I, I would settle for a remaster, or kind of continue the series in any formation. That you know, you know what they did, Daniel. You know what they did. What did they do? Jack and shit when it comes to Isaac <laughs> Clark, my boy. Fucking well, hell. They, they don't believe in single player games, so why would they support it at all? Like, they sincerely don't believe in it. They don't it, think they exist. If you're willing to yank the cord on a popular horror franchise and then even take away the writing project of a one Amy Henning on a single player Star Wars game, well, all you, of don't, this you, rule, don't, you don't believe in this. All of this rule shuttered. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like yeah. that's... Well, they shut it down. Um, that sucks. But people were like, yeah, we're open for Dead Space 4. And I was like, no, we're not going to get that. And even the idea of a remaster seemed like a stretch because, because EA doesn't do remasters, really. No, not really, no. except for the exception of Burnout Paradise. Mm -hmm. That's a remastering they definitely put a little bit of money. No, actually, no money into. They just yeah. they told 12 dudes, like, go ahead, here's some 360 code and fucking... Come back at us with a new box or so, something. One thing I thought that was going to happen yeah. following the uh, plummet of Star Wars Battlefront 2, I was almost expecting it to go free to play. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Didn't happen, obviously. They released more content for it. No, because I don't think uh, the, the situation is as disastrous as like a Battleborn, if you will, or in Evolve. I think they still made some money because it's Star Wars, man. People still, despite their woes, you know, they're running through the six with their woes with this game. Yeah. <laughs> but I, it's still Star Wars. It probably made some buku buck. But I probably. did see that price fluctuate like a bitch. It was. Remember, it was like, oh, it's thirty now. It's twenty now. It's forty. Now I it's found 20. it's like eight bucks somewhere. Jesus like, Christ. I almost picked it up. God damn. Um, so, so that's what we didn't see, but what did we see? 
Well, hang on. On since you brought a battle, uh, I didn't said Battleborn. You yeah. did not bring a Battleborn. Battlefront Two. Yeah. It was a very okay. There's a little awkwardness in that presentation for sure, where they basically apologized for the state of the game. Yeah, and like very boldly was just like, "Hey, so we know you guys are like unhappy with this yeah. shit. Sorry, but hey, you know how we're gonna fix it? We're gonna rely on the greatest film in the franchise, Episode Two. <sighs> Attack of the Clones. Here's some content. Here's Ewan McGregor's beard for every character. Here's, uh... <laughs> here's here's Django. It's not as cool as Boba, yeah. but, you know, he's here. And he's a here lot of Dooku. You. All yeah. the Dooku. That's just a weird, weird thing to lean on. For yeah, me. so that was something they announced in terms of support yeah. for Battlefront 2. They're like, okay, you're gonna get Clone Wars and Attack of the Clones DLC. That That's cool. Is it? I don't know. It could, play, it? It could play fun. The narrative doesn't have to make sense, but imagine fucking around in some of the, the sandboxes of those maps and worlds. I'm at this point where I'm almost confident, unless that game is just randomly like $7, like yeah. you're saying, I'm probably not going to pick this up, like, ever. I just, I don't have enough bandwidth, honestly, mm-hmm. for for that game, for a competitive Star Wars game that I'm not all the way enjoying. Yeah, so. whereas, like, I feel like, you know, maybe if uh, The Last mm. Jedi had been a bit more stronger of a film, I would have leaned into this game hard. Because, like, there's the Force Awakens ties with Battlefront 1 for me, where I'm like, mm-hmm. I got the hype going. This, I felt no hype. So that's true. I, that's why I picked up the first Battlefront. Yeah. But, but what did they what did they announce? Well, in Daniel? conjunction with EA's Battlefront 2 fiasco, they also were like, hey, Respawn's back. We're doing uh, Jedi Fallen Order. Okay, yeah. So Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. And the way that they introduced it was basically like, Andrea Renee of uh, What's Good Gaming fame What's Good Games, yeah. was just like, hey, you, Vince and Paula, don't you have something to say? And he's like, oh yeah, uh, we're, we're doing a Star Wars. And that was it. And that was it. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, why did you, can you at least walk the guy up on the fucking stage? Right. Like, he ain't spent like a fucking $200,000 to get this guy out of his house for the day. <laughs> <laughs> just to w- roll him out of bed, apparently. <laughs> But the, I think the idea that's cool. It's cool to think that there are other cursory Star Wars experiences coming to us um, from EA because they do them well. So EA does Star Wars well. I don't think that's a sentence I would have said. Yeah, to be fair, uh, I think the first Battlefront game is very good. People disagree with that. It's okay. I liked it. I got into yeah. it. It has problems, but I'm tired of talking about Star Wars. Okay, so, let's so, move so what on. else do they have? Um, Unravel 2. Uh, mm-hmm. They announced that. People got soaked for it. Uh, there's now Couch Co-op with it. And it was available as soon as it was announced. Right? That's the one with Yarny, right? Yeah, Yarn Boys. And they had them all, all wet, all <laughs> washed up. All washed up. It reminds sure. me of like those like simple particle effects that happen in like the GameCube era, like when uh, Link would get wet in Twilight Princess and he would come out, you'd see him dry slowly. I'm like, this is in full force. Here. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is technology. Is this game running on the RE2 engine? Like, what's happening? <laughs> what the fuck? Um, uh, so okay, for that one, I I don't know. I I think I remember playing the demo for yeah. Unravel One, and I thought like this is cute, but I wasn't totally invested. Um, but part two, cool. You get to do co-op, apparently. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, because people really like getting stuck to the same screen together. Yeah. <laughs> Lack of progress, essentially. <laughs> umbilical uh, yarn. Yeah, umbilical... Oh, it's a better name. Yeah. It's a better name. But it's available now. Mm-hmm. They fucking were like, uh, it's here. Yeah. PC, <laughs> Xbox, and uh, PS4. Yeah, so... so uh, what else we got? I really want to spend um, more than, like, let's say about 15 minutes talking about NBA Live uh, 2019. Didn't they just show a commercial trailer in between talks? Yes, yeah, so essentially. Did. Yeah. Essentially, did. Isn't Live the one that nobody gives a fuck about? 
Yeah, it's 2K, the one that everyone gets. Yeah, 2K's are the hot ones. Yeah, yeah, no. Okay. That one had LeBron on the cover. NBA Live, who's on that? <laughs> Nobody. Charles Barkley? Uh, Larry Bird. <laughs> okay. Scotty Pippen. But, like, not even Larry Bird in his prime. Like, he's just kind of, like, eating cereal and just like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they decided to show some weird mobile MOBA game. Um... Yeah, so the in thing is Battle Royale games. You're fucked up. You can't just copy and paste a MOBA yeah. and act like it's 2018. No, sir. I think you could have gotten away with it in 2014, but not right Unless now. you're Blizzard. Blizzard oh. can get away with it. Unless you're the Blizz. Yeah. But I think they, they announced one that I didn't catch the name of, but there's also the idea of a Command & Conquer MOBA coming up. And that's kind of neat, because I used to like I forgot Command the name of that, too. Copper? <laughs> Command & Copper. Command & Copper. <laughs> um, God, I, I don't think I ever... Played one. I, I might have played a couple of minutes of Red Alert yep. Three. That was like the one that came out to consoles, like yep. three sixteen and whatnot. Red Alert Three, and I played a lot of Tiberian Sun. Always had the uh, the hot Russian women on on the cover, yep. right? Yeah. Okay. That one had a lot of like live action trailers and shit too. Stood out to me. I mean, that's cool. That hey, if you're like a fan of that series, they haven't done shit with that for a little while. So mm. sweet. Um, what is this that you have on this list here? Which oh, one? Oh, 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 Sea of Solitude. Mm-hmm. Um. A Way Out? I'm sorry, which one was A Way Out? It's the developers of A Way Out that are making this. Um, well, I think I have it on the right there. Blur- Berlin Games? Joe May? I don't yeah. know if that's the same team, but um, I, I did pick up that that's who's working on Sea of Solitude. Okay, weird. Maybe I, maybe I misheard uh, in conjunction with the team. The, the I don't remember... A Way Out tied to this, but... Um... Listen, I'll, I'll give you a way out of this sentence. Okay, so <laughs> it looks cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, no, it looks real, real neat. Uh, we didn't really get like too much of an idea of what it is. I mean, if it's just like a kind of an eco sort of uh, adventure game, that's mm-hmm. cool too. It it looked interesting. Yeah, they had this little like I I don't know what she was. She might have been German. She was European for sure though. She came yeah, out yeah. like into the game and she was like super, super like kind of uh, flustery and like mm-hmm. nervous mm-hmm. to be up there. But like she was talking about the heart of the game and how it's about like solitude and loneliness and how that actually shows in the gameplay. And it made for some really interesting like quick like bits through like oh look at this level yeah i could see despair here i could see stuff like that so <laughs> that's what i look for in my e3 pe- presentations yeah. sometimes i get it from like ubisoft unintentionally yeah but that's a uh, berlin uh joe may early 2019 mm-hmm. um and this kind of leaned into what i thought ea and microsoft would do would be like a lot more kind of indie titles um this right. is definitely a smaller not so much of a triple a very cool so that's cool uh, uh I'm purposefully saving the big ones for last, okay. in case you're wondering. I know um, it's ordered differently on our on our no, that's, hidden list. That's completely okay. Okay, uh, okay, okay. We, we led with the top ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're doing something... The big uh, dick ones, I like to call them. Big dick. <laughs> that EA dick. Mm-hmm. Um, they're doing something with He for She. It's a bullying foundation. Um, mm-hmm. They're working in conjunction mm-hmm. with uh, organizations to do like anti-bullying campaigns and raise money for stuff like that. So that was kind of neat. I don't okay, know if that's a face tactic, but... Your, your soulless corporate overlords but i yeah. like i like the things that you do to save face ea yeah. good job good job at least that benefits somebody um in between we had a lot of weird stuff a lot of weird people on stage they brought this mm. dude on stage who was like a ea sports champion oh, yeah for madden i yeah. think my this dude, dude in his like early 20s maybe late teens ryan's like and like everyone's just kind of like who the fuck is this yeah and well, he's like here. and then they asked him like so yeah what what motivated you man and he's just like I chased that money. <laughs> and then, like, even, like, the host that was in stage was just like, ooh, that doesn't seem like an yeah. answer that we want to hear on an E3 stage. <laughs> what did you say? It was the most EA statement not made from but, EA. But EA itself. <laughs> but I was just like, you've encapsulated them, like, in, in one sentence, my dudes. Amazing. Um, so we also saw a little bit of uh, Battlefield uh, V. 
Oh, you're right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's a little bit of that going on there, and it looks impressive. Mm-hmm. I, I like the style of it for sure. They also announced that it's going to, of course, of course, of course, of course, have a battle royale mode in mm-hmm. it, because that's the flavor of the season until we get fucking sick of it. Yeah, I think it's fine to have just a mode of it and not be right. the whole game, because like throw it into... They have so many different multiplayer playlist sets as it is, so mm-hmm. like, I don't know. Battle Royale set. You don't have to play it if you don't want to. Yeah, true enough. So, um, But it could be fun. How many... What is it? Up to 32, 64 players in some of those games? That's uh, a lot. In the previous games, but they didn't say what... Like, if it was still going to be the uh, the 100-man like matches that are kind of okay. common in that. So, actually, even... Uh, uh, what do you call them? Uh, Activision was pretty mum on that for their own. Uh, Black Ops 4, because that's going to have mm. a Battle Royale mode, too. Which are... They, they called it something weird, too. Like operations or some shit yeah i forget what it was called no one cares anyway (laughs) all you care about is zombies zombies is what give me battle royale zombies son then you then i wake up so you still hyped on battlefield 5 um not no (laughs) i've never been hyped on battlefield games and you make it you make me say it every episode i really do i don't know why i check you i should know by this point you drag my ass about battlefield like i think it's i think they're very good games i'm just not into them that much Mm -hmm. i'm just they never struck the chord for me but the big the big thing ea did have the show that we were all kind of anticipating is bioware's new jammy anthem Mm. um you and I kind of talked about this beforehand where I, I personally I felt like I didn't have a reason to get excited about Anthem because especially after uh, Andromeda, which I know there's ex, you know extenuating circumstances with the development of that game that made it like kind of blandish. Yeah. But, but you know, I'm also... I haven't seen something from Bioware that really captured me since Mass Effect 3. Yeah, that's true. Because... For us, the in-between iterations like Dragon Age, that stuff yeah. like we, I think we play around with it, but it doesn't. Uh, don't get me that. That's a full series. So. Yeah. Like Dragon Age, I also do not really enjoy Dragon yeah, Age. Yeah, yeah. So I'm saying like that's not really like something we're big into. So we get mm-hmm. hyped on their space odysseys, especially with the Shepherd series, and mm-hmm. now the new whatever Andromeda Saga is supposed to be. But no, nope, th- nope, there was something done. missing there. That's done. Okay, there's no more. There is no more Andromeda games Damn. happening. Okay. Hell no. In fact, the last word on Mass Effect is that the series is indefinitely on hold. Wow. Until they kind of figure out what the fuck to do with it yeah so for this one they brought uh andrea renee on stage again uh-huh. um and she basically hosted a panel of people who were working on the game i think casey hudson was there yeah yeah and a few other people yeah a few other people though i can't name anyone Cre- just creative casey directors hudson. and producers yeah, yeah. and it was i think two dudes and a female so but sorry they did, for forgetting names yeah they did show no one cares they're not real uh they did show some gameplay from yes. anthem and yes. the vibe that i got from it is like if division and Destiny had a hard sci-fi baby. Mm-hmm. I really enjoy- and then like somebody on Twitter was like, "Oh, you mean Mass Effect?" And I was like, "No, actually, it does not remind yeah. me of Mass Effect just because Bioware's name is attached to it." Mm-hmm. And in fact, Bioware has been answering questions since they've revealed the game and have been like, "Hey, no, there's not going to be romance options." Mm-hmm. And people are like, "What the?" care about bioware games yeah. for motherfucking it's just like well they're not making another mass effect mm-hmm. right now this is anthem this is like it's a multiplayer experience there is a narrative and it is a little choice driven but it's not the same way they're not leading into that your choices matter your choices make the universe no it's it's more of like hey here's this sweeping kind of co-op experience mm-hmm. which up oh, and they also confirmed that you can play the game solo okay and i'm interested to see how that shakes out necessarily yeah. but uh, you know, they showed the the exosuit, uh, the javelin, the, the javelin, yeah. kind of uh, the, the aerial combat and such, mm-hmm. which I was super interested. It in It looks really seeing. 
cool. And I hear it's like uh, the people in the press were saying it is so much fun to have your hands on. Mm-hmm. It is the Iron Man game we wish we always got, people kept saying. Yeah, right? Like, That's neat. I know. So I think this is a cool mix of Titanfall 2 and Mass Effect and Destiny all into one like interesting sci-fi bundle. Right, right, right. The so. worlds look cool so far. What they demoed uh, and the, the four-player co-op doing these boss rush scenarios looks neat. That looks really cool. Like I was, I was actually surprised to see some of the like gigantic enemies and shit. Yeah. I was like, I was like, well, now you certainly have my attention. And to have like three to four separate classes that actually feel distinctly different, it's going to make such an interesting like ebb and flow of gameplay amongst your friends. Yeah, I we'll see. Yeah, I mean, they could really screw the fucking pooch on that too. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm like, just because it looks impressive on mm-hmm. a fucking showcase doesn't mean that game's going to shake out, real, Okay, like I, I always think about that when like. It's always a gamble to do new IP, mm-hmm. and the first iteration is gonna have its flaws. I yeah. mean, look at Division; like it, it, it didn't have substantial in-game content to really keep us going forward. And even though they tried to course correct that game, mm-hmm. we were already gone. It didn't matter. We were just like, okay, cool. We fucking saw everything there was to say bye. And I, I heard they improved the shit out of the first game. I'm gonna say something about uh, Division. Not that I don't disagree that there wasn't enough to bite into after the fact, mm-hmm. but I think when we initially got our hands on that game, it felt great. Yeah. That's one of my favorite shooters in the last five years. And if you look at it in comparison to a game like, um, what am I thinking of? Destiny 1. Right. Which took so much time to get into like this sort of play space it is now. Like They demoed it forever. The mm-hmm. Division came out ready and feeling great. It just didn't have much in the end. But the, yeah, that's my point, where it's like uh, Anthem could feel great, yeah. great combat, kind of like Destiny 1, mm-hmm. but... Its wealth of content may not be there, and I want, mm-hmm. I hope Bioware is mindful of that experience. Yeah. Even looked at games like Division and Destiny and said, "Fuck, we can't do that to our players, and we can't even like, uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, gate that behind fucking DLC. Mm-hmm. It, that needs to be an experience that is ground level for everyone to keep them in that shit. Yeah, okay." do that i'm super stoked about this though uh especially now that i know that there's like mech combat like i have a mech fetish and like i am excited to explore it you ever seen elysium no you didn't see elysium matt damon matt damon (laughs) you haven't seen that no you'd be into it okay it's not that bad okay i people say it's bad but i think chappie is actually a worse movie than elysium yeah, come at me. Come at me, bro. How are they comparable just because they're sci-fi that came out within two years? Or? They're actually a part of the same, uh, uh, what do you call it? Um, Universe? No, not necessarily, but the same director, Neil Bloomkamp, does all, did all three. Oh, it is and Neil And he Bloomkamp. said that they're all like kind of like softly connected to each other. Kind of like the Cloverfield effect? Sure. Okay. We'll say that. Sure. We'll, okay. We're gonna I'll, say that. I'll check it out sometime. All right, man. But Anthem, February 22nd, 2019. Yes, uh, thank you. Cross-platform. It's cool, cool, cool. tight. We gotta move on, man. We got Microsoft. So, you didn't see this one. No. I watched this one. Um, Walk me through this, because I felt a lot of hype. I was at work, and I would pop into Twitter here and there, and I'd see announcements or like see midstream. I'm like, that looks crazy. And I, I was like, afterwards, I was like, did Microsoft just have the best conference? You know what, dude? Based off of what they showed? I've been chewing on that mm-hmm. for a little bit. I really think, as far as the presentation went, it is the E3 experience yeah. that I feel like we are accustomed to they really delivered on that front of like here's a big showcase where we we actually have paced this evenly to kind of like you know we focus on the ones that need that focus talk about it when it needs to be talked about and then uh, here's like a short trailer for something that like Mm -hmm. we want to uh you know give you a teaser for but don't have much more on right now like it was a traditional kind of conference but they did it so fucking well 
Now, when you actually like lift the veil, the problem with it is is the same problem as we've seen with Microsoft's generation. Yeah. A fucking reliance on the same goddamn franchises that we are tired of. And a huge, huge reliance on third-party titles where they kind of like try to act like it's theirs, you know, or try to act like it's oh, this is an Xbox reveal, and it's like yeah. my dog. For them to these get the, yours. the trigger on uh, Kingdom Hearts three, like they were the first conference to show uh-huh. off anything new from it. It's like okay, but that's all we can really give you. Yes, yeah. Squeenix and Sony is going to get a better show there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But so no, I just, well my my point is it's just like cool. That was a cool, exciting uh, yeah. fucking announcement, but. No f- it's also not exclusive to your console. I was going to say, yeah. There's not much... In, they, I think they announced over 50 games, right? Something crazy. It was like it was a big number. It, it was, was a big prob- boy. Probably the most games that were announced at a single conference. But no new IP, really. Um, and then, really, the only exclusives they leaned into were two long-running ones. That's it. Uh, well, one new IP, but it wasn't theirs. That's like kind of i'm looking through the list we could be wrong about that i think there was like more than one new game announced but let's 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 get into it so they started the conference with halo infinite not Mm. called halo 6 halo infinite okay they showed basically it's a it it looked like a cg trailer but i think it was actually running on the engine that they're using i think they even said that and i was like oh wow it's really impressive and it's Mm -hmm. cool we see master chief looking around and we see some uh, marines and it looks like we're on another halo installation but um Again, it's a reliance on the same old franchise. Like, what are you gonna do with Halo? Like, I feel I feel like people were. I was personally pretty disappointed with Halo Five. Okay. Like, I ran through the campaign and just did not give a shit. It did not stick with me whatsoever. In fact, it got to a point where I was just like, I'm playing this just to beat it, mm-hmm. not because I'm like really enjoying this experience. I'm like, fuck, dude. Halo used to enrapture me you know that's how you got actually with two of the exclusive sequel well i guess they're the games that came before the games mm. that were announced but uh gears you were the same way where you're like i'm playing it just to kind of beat it at this point right oh uh, gears of war 4 gears of war 4 like, oh, okay so but you're a longtime halo fan and gears fan so yeah for sure and that's why you know I, it seems like the franchises are fatigued mm-hmm. they're not giving these these series the chance to do something like let's say you know i'm going to use a comparison Capcom does to Resident Evil like every four or five years where they're just like, you know what? We're hitting the same wall. Here's a brand new like rendition. Here's like a revitalization Mm -hmm. of this. You know how they did part four and then part seven. It's like they haven't really touched gears like that. It's fundamentally the same fucking game, just different setting, different names, different guns. Is that really Microsoft's thing though? Like look at the history Hmm. of like strong remasters and reboots and, and redesigns. That's more of Sony's thing. That is more of Sony's like, thing. They have a whole studio dedicated to doing things like that. Like Blue Studios, uh, who did yeah. the Shadow of the Colossus remake. Like They're doing tons of remakes like that. All the remaster collections, Jack and Daxter, fucking... Well, that's the problem yeah. with Microsoft. They don't do things I'm where sorry. it's like, hey, we're going to revitalize this franchise. They're mm-hmm. like, no, we want to do the same thing again. Beat it to the ground. Because it's safe. Yeah. But here's all these, this content inside of it. It's like, no, dude, come on. So getting into it... There, so there's a lot with this did conference. They, did so. they show any gameplay for Halo Halo Five, or was it just a, no? Oh, Halo Six. Six. I mean, yeah. Uh, no, they did not show any gameplay of it. They just kind of were like, "Here it is," yeah. and there you go. That's it. Okay. No, no real follow up on that one. Okay. Right. Um. Okay, I'm gonna jump around a little bit, but I did notice the awesome adventures of Captain Spirit. Okay. That's cool. So that is, uh, it's supposed to take place three years after Life is Strange. Oh, sorry. It's a part of the Life yeah, is Strange. it's part of the Life is Strange universe. The Very uni, kinda... if you will. 
it's not a say like, uni <laughs> uni uni uh but this is the world premiere of it right yeah um it's supposed to be a free episode that's coming out and it takes place after life is strange one but before but before two so like it's not like a prequel to it yet but it is like a prequel in the universe essentially mm-hmm. so and it it's this little kid, um, and it's just based around his adventures and imagination, and it looks really cool and neat. Kind of. I mean, I'm, I'm down for it. Uh, they it's free. Obviously, uh, Don't Nod has carved himself out like a little little mm-hmm. niche there. Um, I'm just kind of worried, like, you know, people were saying, because Don't Nod announced another game that was in the vein of Life is Strange. It's uh, Did they? Mirror something. The Mirror... Fuck, what was it called? Altered Mirror or some shit like that? I didn't that. catch that. Yeah, no, they, they it was announced, and okay. everyone's kind of saying... So what's going on with Life is Strange 2? I don't know. You, you got this other thing that seems like to keep us like satiated in the meantime, this Adventures of Spirit Man, mm-hmm. and then you got this other game that you just fresh announced. What's what anymore? So like, what are you guys up to? And then they just released Vampire, which has been getting very so-so reviews. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are playing it, though. Really? Yeah. Check the Twitch numbers, bro. It's there. It's in the Hop data, man. I'm fucking data mining the, every day. It's in the data mining. <laughs> Looking at that metadata. So, that's tight. We'll check it out. Oh, uh, Cuphead is getting some new DLC. The mm-hmm. Delicious Last Course. Uh, apparently, you can play as uh, some entity called Mrs. Chalice. Yes, a third playable female <laughs> character. Right. And that is uh, releasing in 2019. Cuphead is uh, a, a shining fucking game, mm-hmm. for sure. I gotta for, tell you. I really want to get my hands on it, it's and I'm really kind of bummed that I don't have a platform to play it on. Oh, I very much played it. Me and Irfan got down on that. He had it on PC. Oh, that shit. That shit was fun. Because sure. I like hard, challenging platformers, mm-hmm. and I, this is more like, um... It's more of like a shoot-em-up. It's more like a shoot-em-up. But it's What's, like a side-scroller shoot-em-up. Metal Slug is what I'm thinking of? Yes! Yeah. Good, good. Yeah, that's apt. Apt so. is fuck my bro <laughs> now i'm just working through alphabetic now because it's easy crackdown three did they need a sequel who the fuck who greenlit that cares at this point you fucking announced this game 18 years ago and you've delayed it consistently as if that is your personal milestone it's like hey are we gonna hit our february delay yeah dude we're on track for that delay so hard <laughs> like who it, how what the fuck how come you can't just bang this goddamn game out are you like it's not even like it's gonna be this mind-blowing revitalization of open world action it's like dude you, you fucking saints row has like surpassed you already and somehow you, yeah <laughs> like and they somehow are able to release a game with no fucking problems like every two years like get the fuck out of here have you played any through. of the crackdown games i did i okay. did and they're like they're okay yeah. like they were unique for 360 when they came out like the first one especially was like uh wow this is kind of different and then you you see other games kind of improve on that for instance infamous mm-hmm. kind of blew away crackdown in my mind mm-hmm. very same veins you know you play as a superpowered individual going around smacking people off rooftops and throwing cars and, okay. shit. and i was just like uh between the two infamous embarrassed you so i don't even know why but hey if, if people are excited for it sick whatever There's i something just for everybody i just feel like that mo- that that game's gonna come out and people are gonna be like oh Okay, I didn't even know it came out. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel about it. But it's been, it's gonna release February twenty nineteen. That's how I feel. <laughs> I know you probably don't have. To I'm sorry, Anthem's gonna swallow that fucking game up for sure. Like <laughs> if if I had the choice, I'd be like, oh yeah, man, Crackdown through. Oh no, Anthem. Yeah, Anthem. <laughs> That's done. That's buttoned up. Um, ooh, I'm gonna skip that one real quick because I want to save that to the end. Forza Horizon Four. I hear good things about the Forza Horizon series, and mm-hmm. it definitely looks cool, and especially moves away from that whole uh, racing sim feel of nor- the normal Forza yeah. proper. It's games. bigger. It's like oh. more of an adventurous. Excuse game. me, Forza, <laughs> Forza. That was the way they say it. Okay. 
Uh, yeah, but cool. Again, that's another one of those things where it's like, it, it just seems like clockwork, where it's like, yeah. oh, hey, here this is. And we're like, oh, neat. And like, it has a very specific subsection of fans that get excited, and everyone mm-hmm. else is just like, okay. They're not at like the every year um, <laughs> approach like Ubisoft has been, but the, we get a Forza game every like probably two years or so. <laughs> yeah, seems um, like. Let me talk about something real quick that I'm excited for, because initially we've talked about it on previous episodes, and I've kind of been lukewarm about it, just because I didn't have a sense of when it was going to come out, but they dove hard into a, like a cool Kingdom Hearts 3 trailer, mm-hmm. finally got an announced date, January 29th, nice. 2019, so stoked, day after my birthday. Also, big deal, they did not uh, confirm it for the Xbox One before this conference. They did not. Fun fact. So... First time a main entry Kingdom Hearts game is going to be cross-platform. And that's pretty cool. Because mm-hmm. uh, Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2 and all the remasters exclusive to PS4. Mm-hmm. Um, and PS3, actually. Mm-hmm. But no, it's pretty cool. Um, I liked what I saw. Uh, they took you to Arendelle, which is one of the lands in Frozen. And you get to meet Elsa. And uh, So excited about that, dude. Yeah. So fucking excited. Fucking Sora turns into Mr. Freeze. There's going to be some cool parts there, I guess. I don't know. That's not why I'm picking it up. Nah. But, uh, yeah, showed us a fucking trailer. Oh, I see you're more of a Monsters, Inc. sort of fella. I am more... I'll tell you what I'm excited for. We're going to get there in the Square, in the Square Enix one. Ah, but, um, ah, yeah, the trailer ah. was cool. Localization was really bad. Sound was really off. And they didn't fix it across any of the conferences. Mm-hmm. But I'm hyped. I, I'm actually hyped now. I'm hearing weird things about the, com- uh, the combat, though. Oh, uh, well, a lot of people were saying it plays like a PS2 game. Yeah. It's kind of stuck in that era, era, like how Last Guardian was and how Final Fantasy XV was. Yeah. And, eh. I didn't mind the combat at all in Final Fantasy XV. In fact, I found, I found it's it kind of fresh. dynamic enough, and I'm yeah. just like, so why aren't you just molding your combat after that? Mm-hmm. That, that, that seems ready-made in my mind. So for the combat to, for me to hear that it's like, oh, it's still PS2-like, I'm just like, what the fuck are you guys doing? But I didn't hate how those games played. Like, Kingdom Hearts 2 is actually, like, really good to have your hands on. No, true enough. The combat's super fluid. And in fact, um, uh, one of the more recent examples, Dream Drop Distance, had some pretty decent combat. So if it's at least that level, then, you know, I'm fine. I'll be happy. Whatever. And you gotta bring back Squall. You gotta. Listen, they're not taking a Sakurai approach and bringing back every Kingdom Hearts character ever. Everyone's here in fucking <laughs> this game. Every Kingdom Heart, like we, <laughs> they don't have enough Blu-ray space to fucking do that. Um, if you're gonna weeb out, I'm gonna weeb out, dude. They officially announced Devil May Cry Five. Get your Dante on. Get your did that Dante make you? On. Did that make your Microsoft dick Microsoft to micro hard? Uh, okay, so it's really bittersweet for me because. I am one of the, you know, ardent fans that super, super, super loved uh, Ninja Theory's Devil May Cry reboot, mm-hmm. uh, DMC Devil May Cry, and I, I, ch- I fucking petitioned for that game on the daily, telling people, like, please don't sleep on it. They, mm-hmm. they fucking remastered it for PS4 and Xbox. Please give it a try. Just everything you know about Devil May Cry, take one step back and play mm-hmm. that fucking game and just see it for what it is. But actually, what I'm surprised about with Part 5, it... It kind of seems to take some of the combat tenants from that game, mm-hmm. which I thought were super fluid and really interesting, and mix it with that style that everyone was crying that they were missing, that anime style mm-hmm. that, you know, Dante's a wisecracking motherfucker. Yeah. Well, actually... It, did they it, take that out of DMC? They did. Well, oh, no, he's still a wisecracking motherfucker, but he was a punk ass instead okay. of, like, an over-the-top, like, anime character, yeah. essentially. 
Um, they they tried to ground it in that kind of like grisly style, and nobody seemed to really mm-hmm. respond well to it, which I think is insane. I loved it. But you, I loved it. This is the song of Kevin Pape. I didn't know anybody else <laughs> singing about DMC like you were, but loud. you loved it. Yeah, I mean, you're very passionate about the games you like. So, so here's a rundown cool. for this. The lead character is Nero, who was yeah, who the a protagonist of Part Four, actually. Okay. And uh, I I was never really impressed with Part Four or Nero or any of that, but they actually uh, he seems to have a different attitude this time around he's got a different look he's got a metal fucking arm that plays into the combat where he can use it as like a rocket booster that he rides like a fucking flying skateboard or he i see some grappling techniques going on mm-hmm. again it seems like they they really didn't want to ignore what worked with dmc uh ninja theory's dmc i mean to say because if they're good assets they're why throw it out Fuck you yeah know? fucking use it but they're playing to the cheap seats <laughs> no no offense <laughs> no. but like hey they brought back the dante you know in love although he looks fucking ri- he looks older okay he's got long crazy hair and a beard going on mm-hmm. and like i'm kind of interested like where this fits in in that weird timeline that they fucked up with dmc too but we'll see. It actually looks dope as shit. And point of interest, my friend, mm-hmm. it is running on RE Engine, which was utilized for uh, Resident Evil 7. Mm-hmm. And we'll get into it. RE2 Remake. Please don't say anything more about RE2 Remake because I will explode. It is so hard for me not to yell about it I'm right going to fucking explode. I'm so excited. I'm, I'm fucking come all I'm, over this I'm mic. Crap. I'm God. Whoa. <laughs> okay. So it just proves how versatile that fucking engine is. Yeah. Which is really interesting, where it's like, we went from like, alright, you made a really granular first-person horror game, to they're doing a complete ground-up remake of one of their classic Resident Evil titles, to, hey, here's a full-on action game, yeah. a fast-paced action game, that are, it's, and it's doing beautifully across each. It makes me wonder how many Capcom games are now going to run off of this engine. Probably a lot yeah. from now on, and because like you know, remember back in the day they relied on MT frame, MT framework for a that. lot of their games. Well, you do now. Yeah. <laughs> Save and room knowledge. Save room knowledge for you, and that one kind of like showed its age and was kind of stretched thin across their games. So I'm mm-hmm. hoping we don't see the same from RE Engine. This one seems really impressive. I'm gonna go ahead and run through some stuff real quick. Go uh, ahead. Go ahead and. Pattern around with that real quick. Um, so we had a lot of indie titles, a lot of games. Like I said, fifty somewhat. Um, one of the smaller ones we had that was announced, still kind of a big deal for people, is Metro Exodus. Um, was that the third game in the Metro series? It's the third. Okay. We saw a little bit about that, I think, a year or two at E3. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's cool that they're doing more with it. I, I've i never got into that series. Yeah, but me either. People seem to dig it, and it it has that... Uh, it definitely looks like a cult game. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it seems ready-made for a cult audience. It doesn't seem they're trying to go super mainstream with it, yeah. but, you know... We got That's more fine. of a... Well, I guess we got the first real taste of Just Cause 4 because I think Walmart, what, announced their street date <laughs> via their catalog Walmart online. Canada is becoming a big player in the gaming industry. <laughs> they might as well have been at E3 this year, how much they're talked about. Right. Um, Should have had their own conference. Fuck. But they showed that a bit. They should also showed the Squeenix one, but uh, mm-hmm. are you stoked for more Just Cause? No. Okay. <laughs> so, moving on. Ori and the Will... What is it? Ori and the Will of the Wisps? That's the sequel to Ori and the... Ori Ori. and the Will of the Wisps. This is now a save room. ASMR. Oh, fuck, dude. Ori. Oh, man. I feel tingles. Yeah. My hair is standing on my neck. We're not going to do much more of that. I'm erect. Okay. (laughs) All right. But that's cool. Um, A lot of people really, really dug on the style of the game, the puzzles, the kind of like Metroidvania flair that it had to it, and like the backtracking and shit. Yeah, it looks cool. Yeah, for sure. Like, I can't. I'm not going to shit on that. I'm not going to shit on it either. It looks beautiful. 
Can I shit on him a little bit? Okay, Thomas. No, I'm kidding. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just... <laughs> All right. What are some other quick ones? Uh, sea of Thieves. We got some more of that. I feel like they've been showing that game for five years. I hear a lot of people uh, abandon ship, if you will. <laughs> I could work for BuzzFeed. You could. <laughs> but uh, yeah, sure. More content. That's not bad. As mm-hmm. long as they... Maybe they can uh, attract people back to that game. Because I, sure. I heard it's it's special. It's just a little flawed. Yeah. A little shallow. I, I get it. Because of the water? Yeah, yeah no, I get it. You could have been a little deeper with that pun, but it's fine. Ah! Uh, yeah, you motherfucker. We're splashing for content. You uh, crazy son of a bitch. Also, more content coming to uh, Player Unknown's Battlegrounds, PUBG. Who gives a shit? Uh, yeah. No, I'm kidding. I know, I, mean, you get, I know you kids out there love it. If it had to make its console launch on Xbox, it makes sense that they're going to fucking support it more. I get so. it. I'm trying to do your thing. Yeah, what else we got here? Do you, boy. Division 2. Division 2. You want to spend the next 40 minutes talking about Division 2? We said this was just going to be a Division 2 episode. This is, like, it's it's Division 2 and then parentheses, some E3 talk. I actually want to save it for Ubisoft, because <laughs> yeah? that's where we got the bulk okay. of it. But it was cool, premiered cool. here, world premiere of it. Um, we'll yeah. go into more. Coming out March 15th of 2019. Mm-hmm. I do want to highlight one game that I am super stoked for, for sure. Dying Light 2. I love the shit out of Dying Light. In mm. fact, I had a soft spot, both of us had a soft spot for Dead Island, Techlands. I love Dead Island. Yeah, first foray it's a zombie into... army, and you can't harm me. Voodoo, <laughs> you voodoo, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, so good. Mm. I, so I enjoyed that, but Dying Light was such a huge refinement of that. Mm. They really focused on the parkour elements of the game, where it was like Mirror's Edge, but interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but Dying Light 2 actually takes place 15 years after uh, the first game, and the way they're describing the state of the world is basically we're back in the Dark Ages, mm-hmm. and uh, humanity's just trying to make the best of, like, uh, zombies have fucked up the whole world, And but the worst of it is people, which, that's classic Romero right there. Mm-hmm. I love that already, but all the, oh, the gameplay's so good in Dying Light, and it only looks better in this one. One of the big things that they're leaning on, though, are, are these kind of um, choice-driven RPG elements. So you can you can actually like uh, uh, so one example that they gave is um, there is a mission where you can either clear out some fucking bandits from a place where like I think it's like a, a water filtration system or some mm-hmm. shit like that, and you can actually supply water uh, to the denizens who are s- survivors in the city. And what's interesting is that you're also kind of um <laughs> backing up like the local militia there who mm-hmm. has pretty strict kind of hold on the city so it's not like you're you get to see your choice where it's like i did good but i don't know if i did real good because these guys are definitely like big brother situation yeah. but you can also choose to go the other way side with the bandits and then suddenly you guys are like charging money for this fucking water hmm. and while that doesn't benefit the militia that's in town it also attracts more motherfucking bandits. So it's interesting that there's these on-the-fly choices that change things that are going to happen There's There's a lot of... I, I didn't play much of the first one, although mm-hmm. I did enjoy it. I think I got it um, on the low-low, the whole Enhanced Edition, yeah. like the Falling Edition. Right. Um, and I liked from the get-go how open-worldy and RPG-like it felt, and then that level of player agency, and it's cool mm-hmm. to see it explored a little more here. It seems like it's being explored a lot yeah. more in that because you really didn't have those kind of choices in the first game. It was a, it was it was very akin to a uh, Far Cryish like mm-hmm. checklist game where okay. it's like go do this, go do this, go do this. This one's now it's like hey, you could do this or you can do this, but keep in mind there's consequences. Mm-hmm. That's real cool. I'm real excited, and I got excited. And they didn't even fucking show zombies. They just showed oh shit that I didn't see the trailer. They for showed it, so. the human element of that game. Fucking awesome, dude. Um, dope. 
We'll check that out when it comes out. Is there a date for it yet? Um, you didn't put any dates here. I didn't see a date for it. Okay. I don't think there was yet. Um, all right. Fallout 76 got the world premiere trailer there. Uh, did we? Fallout 76? Was that what? Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Because Bethesda didn't go later on until that later that night. You're right. Uh, yeah. Cool shit. I let's let's save some. We're gonna save it. We're gonna save for B three. Yeah, for the Bethany Esda um, conference. So there's two more big ones I want to talk about. Yeah. Before we get into, uh, I guess the final exclusive that was announced. But um, gotcha, gotcha. Cyberpunk 2077. I wanted to save that for last. You want to save that one for last? Because that was the last thing they showed. True. We'll say it for last. Okay. Um, how you feel about Sekiro, Shadows Die Twice? Oh, I can't believe we missed that. Okay, yeah. so the one thing that... Uh, so it's a From Software game. You, uh, It's like in Feudal Japan, yep. I think. Yeah. Uh, You're the last <laughs> of the samurai. It looks a little bit like Tenshu. It looks a little bit like Dark Souls almost. But the important thing that From Software is trying to say about this game is that it is not a Souls-born game, nor does it have a connection there. There will be difficulty, for sure, but actually, they even revealed that there's no leveling system There's whatsoever. no leveling, there's no item choice, there's no player creation. Right, you actually get to choose between three different player classes, mm-hmm. but that's as much as it goes. It's three, a very story Three classes one. are Shinobi, Sekiro, mm-hmm. or the one-armed wolf, who has like that kind of mechanized arm. Yeah. Characters have more of a focus, and their relationships over, evolve over the course of the game. Despite this, Sekiro will probably have telltale elements from software's world-building and cryptic storytelling. Yeah. Uh, Miyazaki, creative director, all that shit. He yep. said, it's not going to be a thickly story-driven affair, but we think it'll be a nice change of pace from what you've seen so far. Right, right, right. Which is super cool, because, um, I don't know, from software games, they give you cool lore, but they don't always like hand it to you in a, mm. a narrative pipeline. Right. They're trying to say that like this is not quite what you think it yeah. is and i think that's kind of disappointing for a lot of uh souls fans out there i know like we talked to Irfan, our resident souls expert and he was just like the more i hear about it the less i'm interested i'm like really dude that sucks yeah like it sucks it's really because like some of the things you're seeing the you know there's platforming and my dude's like jumping to take somebody off of a horse and stuff like mm-hmm. it was a cool cool demonstration of it but i want to get my hands on it the gameplay mechanics seem also kind of completely different from what we've seen from from software because yeah. there's more it's a lot more fluid like think fucking bloodborne on steroids you can jump mm-hmm. uh, a lot more evasing and, and it seems like stances evading, yeah. <laughs> evading and like stances from games like neo and from honor they kind of seem at play there too i yeah i think i thought i saw a little bit of that yeah. but I, I think, guys, it's not a Souls game. It is not a Souls it's game. It's not a Souls game. But it's got me hyped like a Souls game, especially because yeah. we're fucking swimming in the blood pool lately. Now, here's another thing, going back to that earlier point. It is not Xbox exclusive. It is multi-plat. Yeah. So I just, you know, I was almost like, damn, man, Xbox making the big moves, getting themselves a From Software game, and then it turned out, oh, no, you didn't. <laughs> mm, no, but, it, w- it wouldn't be their first cross-platform. Yeah, no, 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 no. it wouldn't be their first, but it's just like, well... Fuck, you don't have your own Bloodborne. No. Still, you know? They're not going to get it. I think that would have been a wise move on their end to be like, we need our own, like, game in that genre. So, I remember going... It was was that 10 I took at work when I was trying to catch up on Microsoft shit, and I was in my car, and I saw... You only get 10? I saw a 10-minute break, yeah. Uh. Well, I get two 10s and a a 30-minute lunch, if I choose to take them. But I was on my phone watching, and I saw the Sekiro shit, and I was like... I'm actually hyped. I'm so hyped. Like, I I told you pre-recording here that um, every conference showed up something that really has got me stoked for the next few months to years. You know, this is one of them. You know what, though? Huh? I wanted it to be on Amusha. I think a lot of people did. I wanted it. I want, and if they were just be like, hey, by the way, from software is handling on Amusha, I would have soiled these pants right through. Mm -hmm. I got to tell you. 
I, I would have to pause the stream and be like, I gotta take a shower. That's already happening as I see it. <laughs> it's happening. Yep, it's, um, it's going. Two more. Uh, get my gears going. Talk to me about Gears of War. <laughs> what? Five. <laughs> Oil me up, buddy. I love the way that you said that, like a public access host. Like, <laughs> get my gears going for Ch- Gears 5. Chassis my belt. Let's go. <laughs> okay, so they started off with this Gears Pop business. All right, so if you're not aware, there's these. Uh, chibi style uh toy you are aware if you've ever walked into a fucking store you have seen a pop vibe i've got a few right here they're staring at us they own us there's cameras in each uh (laughs) that's their way to fucking take over dude what if it's like a small soldier situation and they just fucking come to life and they're like you're gonna play this fucking game oh shit i think if it was that (laughs) i hope bob odenkirk can help me uh, that was a pool, wasn't that it? That was good. That was a pool. Yeah. Uh, so it is a mobile game where uh, they use the designs of Funko's pop vinyls okay. for specifically the Gears characters. And I don't know what the gameplay is. Yeah. I, you're shooting at stuff on a phone. I Whatever. Cute. It's weird. Weird. And then they also announced Gears Tactics, which is coming out for, or so far only PC, mm-hmm. oddly enough. Uh, and it If is, ever there's a Tactics game, it's probably going to be on PC or Vita. so gears tactics it looks a little xcomy that's cool apparently Mm -hmm. it takes place 12 years before the first game so i'm wondering if that means the pendulum wars i know you're not too familiar with gears Mm -hmm. lore but it apparently has some sort of lore okay okay um and then they went ahead and announced gears 5 now keep in mind it is certainly not called gears of war 5 they have actually confirmed that. What's it called? It's Gears 5. Oh, just Gears 5? They dropped oh. the Of the War. Interesting. Wait. Gears of the War. Gears <laughs> of the War. Gears yeah. of the Pendulum Wars. So they dropped that, and then like I was reading a, a, an interview about that. They're like, why did you do that? And they're like, oh, well, you know, people kind of just refer to the whole, you know, every game is Gears, you know, 1, 2, 3, as is. And then, and then he, so revealed, and he, he revealed the truth. SEO, bro. It's easier to look up Gears 5 than it is Gears of War, or uh, the abbreviation G-O-W could also be God of War. Yeah, that's so smart. When, so when you're hashtagging, Gears 5 will always be... He even said that. He was Good like, branding and marketing. Yeah. He was like, well, we did it for, you know, you you Twitter users out mm-hmm. there, essentially. <laughs> but they confirmed the whole series as a whole is called Gears of War okay. still. Um, I wasn't too impressed, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Like, I after playing 4, where originally being really interested in where they're going and the direction they're going was disappointing because it was just like this is too familiar but with this one don't they change the player agency from jd to what's her name caitlin or kate uh, kate yeah um actually i don't remember seeing jd in the trailers is he, he... he was in it for a little bit oh was he yeah. okay cool um and that they showed a little bit of combat a bit of cinematics and it looked fine i mean i don't know what i'm expecting from a gears game because i'm not a fan of the at this franchise. point me, me actually i'm a fan of but the franchise and i don't know what to expect anymore a that lot isn't like the same what i've been hearing on twitter is like a lot of people liked seeing her in the games and are just like excited to play as her yeah that's cool so. um if you can deal with the fact that they're probably not going to switch up too much I mean, that's that's what it says to me. But, okay. of course, the graphics are fucking beautiful, and there's always a level of production that is admirable to these games. But switch it the fuck up, man. Mm-hmm. That's what it is for me. Because that is not going to get me to uh, spool up the uh, Xbox unless there's a good sale on it, essentially. Fair. So, and that's what I'm talking about, man. Like, they had an opportunity to either, like, revive a dead franchise mm-hmm. or show us something that's really going to be integral to Xbox going forward. And we really didn't get that out of that conference. I didn't see anything that was just like, damn, Xbox, you yeah. woke. 
They don't see anything that's making me tremble in the last years of what is the Xbox One or getting me st stoked for their next generation. It's just like, I think they're holding a lot really close for some reason. Ah, uh, yeah. Um, but this, this, it felt like a better version of their conference last year. I feel like their their presentation, like unerringly, it, it's good. They segued between trailers and games, and their presentations were were pretty neat. So I'll give them that. They know how to run a conference. Okay. So the last thing that they did show, and mm -hmm. uh, we spent forever on Xbox. Sorry. Uh, was Cyberpunk 2077. We finally got a trailer for it. Yeah, we were talking about what we were looking forward to on the last episode, and I totally forgot to mention this game because I'm super hyped on it. I'm very hyped yeah. on it. I am. I feel the hype, dude. Did you see the trailer? Grab a hold of this hype. Oh, press X to hype. Oh, too hard. <laughs> <laughs> we did a little radio drama for yeah. you kids at home. <laughs> this is um, a very dynamic show, The Save Room. So obviously The Witcher 3... You just got to go on Reddit and you'll see the, the fucking adoration for this game. The almost slavish adoration for this game. So Witcher 3 was knocked out of the park by, what is it, CD Projekt Red? Yeah, CD Projekt Red. And Swedish studio. Mm -hmm. Just killing it in the RPG world building department. But this, they teased us, like, I think, like, two, three years ago. Mm -hmm. And we finally got it. We finally fucking got it. No lick of gameplay. No lick of gameplay. <laughs> like it's, it's just a complete cinematic, like, sizzle reel of awesome. Like, right. seeing that world of... It's called Night City. That's where you kind of are in. And in this sort of futuristic Blade Runner dystopia world. Uh, but a lot of robots, a lot of fucking misdealings and cool shit happening. Well, very mishmash. Not just Blade Runner, but yeah. like a mishmash of like cyber, cyberpunk kind of shit. Yeah. Uh, a little bit William Gibson kind of thing mm -hmm. going on there. It's It looks real neat. But one point of intention for fans is the fact that it's first person which for me i don't mind and i was like kind of like why why is this a problem for people mm -hmm. like that might they even explained it's the best way for to like experience that kind of game well how did you play the witcher the wit there's no ability. it was just third person it was just third person so here's the thing um they a lot of people because they didn't show any gameplay and it was strictly reserved to media demoing like later after in the i think monday or tuesday people got their hands on it but um people were saying that the difference between Witcher is a lot of that is outside, big monster combat. You have more melee, more weaponized attacks, but a lot of the gameplay in this is like in and outdoors, and it's a lot of gunplay. So in terms of gunplay, would you rather have a first-person game, mm -hmm. or would you have a third-person game? And they also mentioned like there's uh, like one scene that was shown before uh, behind doors mm -hmm. to uh, press was like you're having like a whole conversation like in the back of a limo. Like mm -hmm. they're like imagine that in third person. That would be like just kind of. We're looking at the top of a car. Cool. You know, GTA stuff. Yeah, it's just like true. not very dynamic. But but uh, the point that was raised is that people get some pretty bad motion sickness yeah. playing first person games. So I was like, Oh yeah, I feel for you. Like if you were if you're a huge fan of like Witcher Three and used to that third person viewpoint mm -hmm. and then it's like, Hey, their next big game is not gonna do that. I uh, think there's that some instances I, I imagine they're gonna have hard uh, cinematic parts of the game that you can't like really have any play on. Uh, maybe mild versions where it may be just limited to the first person, but in the open world combat, whatever, let it like toggle it, uh, make it more accessible for people. You know? Yeah, fair enough. That's all. But it looks really fucking cool. I'm I stoked. want it. No release date on it. Uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't expect there yeah. to be. Right I now. honestly, I'm gonna see this crash to the gates on the next generation of consoles for sure. Oh, that would be yeah. interesting if they... Hmm. Because you know what happens at the end of a generation where it's like, oh, here's the PS3 version, but the PS4 yeah. version yep. is better. I wonder if we're going to see that kind of overlap. I think that's a lot of what we're going to see from both Microsoft and Sony because while Sony had like a dis impressive display of what we knew was coming, there was nothing really new. Mm -hmm, and I think mm -hmm, they're saving mm -hmm. their hands. So. Gotcha. Um, so that's Microsoft. We do have to move on yep. to... 
Bethesda's conference. Bethesda. Okay, so last year I I prided them on their sort of uh, illustrative approach. It was all video, video conference, uh, and it was cool and stylized. But I was like, yeah. okay, there was no st- no stage people, no people on stage talking about the games, none of that. And I feel like this was a direct response to last year. Right. And a lot of the shit people are saying about Bethesda games and what has happened to them as a company. Like, they had everybody. They pulled out every fucking card they could. Yo, they rolled out Pete Hines and Todd Howard as if they were, like, Journey reuniting on stage. They came out with, like, fucking spotlights wearing, le- like, Todd Howard had a leather jacket yep. on. He looks so that, fucking cool. That, bron- that, that brown uh, bobber jacket. I was just like, <laughs> yo, dude, what the fuck? Did you just drop a platinum album? <laughs> <laughs> Are you walking, fucking working with uh, Rick Robinson or something? What's happening? And he came out with this expression on his face that, like, he had that Bruce Willie look going yeah. on. <laughs> but he was also like, "Bitches, you asked for me, and bitches, I'm here." Exactly. He's like, I, he's like here by popular demand. <laughs> I was not only excited, but I was yeah. thoroughly entertained by their conference, and I laughed so much. Actually, it was pretty fun. Yeah. It was very like off the cuff, yeah. but still like. Hey, we're professional, man, yeah. but we know that this is just video games. Initially, though, it was a little weird because yeah. they kind of opened... The, the, their major push to start it off was Rage 2, and uh, they entered it with a song by Andrew W.K., yeah, and I don't think people there. were there for it. Uh, <laughs> no, there's people not. It's like, oh, party. Huh. Yeah. Okay. I didn't okay. know it was like 2003 again. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, all right. We're going with it. They were just doing some of these camera shots, and it's like, oh, the, the audience doesn't look into it. Um. So... Rage 2, since you brought it up. I did. Um, do you want to let your fucking cat in? Yeah, I'm going she she's raging part three. She, she's rage three out there. All right. Uh, she loves Andrew WK. She's a big... Look, her tail's all the way up Andrew for the WK. WK. Hey, I got a, par- a party tip for you. Stop interrupting podcasts. Okay. <laughs> all right, so... Rage 2, I'm not there for it, my mm-hmm. dude, neither. Like, I play the first one, and I think there was, like, a miscommunication with how that game was presented, where people kind of expected more of, like, this open RPG from it, but it turned out to be a much more contained shooter that had some small, like, traversal elements, you know? Okay. Um, I think a lot of people were expecting, like, a realistic Borderlands out of the original Rage, and when that didn't happen, hmm. the reviews weren't there, and the sales point weren't there, and I'm okay. actually very surprised that Part is happening, but it is made by Avalanche Games okay. uh, in conjunction with Bethesda. Avalanche, if you didn't know, they also did Just Cause, and more apropos, the Mad Max game, which mm. I will shout to the heavens is a fantastic open world game that has some of the best vehicular combat like of the generation to be sure yeah you always talk about that yeah like that that's the spotlight of the game there, there, there's some uh it's not a perfect game like whatsoever mm-hmm. like it, it's got some elements where it's like yeah there's no money out here huh <laughs> <laughs> Shit. but uh so maybe they can revitalize rage too but i keep on seeing gameplay and just going like okay mm-hmm. like that's what about this is really What's your selling point here? Yeah. That it's just like, oh, it has attitude now? That's you just copping yeah. Borderlands again. That's true. Son. I feel like the game already had some sort of attitude right. to it anyway. Yeah. Um, something I forgot to mention before the game started rolling off was um, they sure. did this cool kind of like uh, compounded clip of people who work at Bethesda, like mm. all over the staff, different campuses, what the projects they're working on, and just give us a slice of like behind the scenes shit. It was cool to kind of see that like developer walk and like the sort of people that 
come together to make a product that you like or or in a company like Bethesda. So that was neat. That's true. Yeah. Where, whereas a company like uh, EA is more about like, hey, this is a finely tuned marketing presentation. Yeah. And but, they're upfront about that. Right. Bethesda, yeah, they are. Bethesda <laughs> is, is keen on going like, hey, you're people. We hear you. We want to say that we hear you, but also check out that we're people too. Yeah. We got people that are excited about bringing these things to you. They showed like a a janitor and I was like, yeah, I feel that. (laughs) Did they really? I didn't catch that. (laughs) There's probably a callback to him in one of the Skyrims or or Fallout. Maybe he's the one that made the final determination to Rage 2. He was just like, yeah, you should do it. It looks neat. I really like that Andrew WK song. I need more of it. (laughs) Like he was jamming. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So walk me through, man. Walk me through some of the shit that you saw that excited you because uh, I think they went into this uh, card game thing again. And uh, I went into a coma for like a good twelve minutes. Yeah, you're not here for card games. No, I'm not, I'm not there for singular card game experiences. I like it as an additive thing in games like The Witcher. Even yeah, I play that or like um, Final Fantasy. They do it really eight. well. Yeah, Final Fantasy eight and nine. I always say Tetris Master, but you're a triple triad guy. I am, and that's fine. To each their own, brother. To each their own. Um, we can yeah, bridge the gap. Elder Scroll Legends. Uh, it's coming later this year on all consoles. But apparently, Apple voted it Game of the Year. When did that happen? Why does Apple have a say? I, right. I, mean, I guess they have a say on our devices. They have a say on our mobile games. So uh, they were the only ones. Shut up, there. Apple. So that's enough on that. Uh, more stuff coming to ESO, Elder Scrolls Online, uh, Argonian content. Uh, lots of gameplay footage. Uh, new DLC packs coming. So that's more of that. I mean, cool. Cool. Yeah. Sporting the game. Um, I've never tried it really. People, so I, I don't know if it's a thing. People dig it. There's a lot of players on that right now. Okay. Not not quite like Final Fantasy fourteen numbers, but... Oh, yeah. oh! You're not hitting that FF14, probably because there's no Daddy of Light for uh, <laughs> for Elder Scrolls. Could you imagine? <laughs> you have to put Todd in it somehow. The Daddy of Tamriel. Yeah. Okay. Mm. So that's coming. Uh, the one that got me shook though next was Doom. Doom Eternal. Doom Eternal. Yeah. Come on. You, they could have called it Doom Infernal, and that would have killed. Yeah, that's true. Come on. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm super excited. They really didn't show anything except for a uh, a CG trailer, but they did promise that very, just like the original, or sorry, the rebooted Doom, mm-hmm. the first time we're going to see it is at QuakeCon, mm-hmm. you know? So, cool. That's cool. Yeah. Apparently, they've been listening to the community over the last two years, adding adjustment mm. changes. It looks like contextual melees probably still going to be a thing, because why would they take that away? Oh, fuck. Yeah. Uh, and I'm sure the gunplay is going to be as fast yeah. and crazy as ever, but... Um, it, I guess like the original Doom 2 from whatever console that came out on, it's set on Earth. PC. And that's kind of cool. You're bringing <laughs> hell to Earth. That was actually the intention of the uh, Doom 4 before okay. it became this rebooted Doom. Okay. Uh, it was on Earth, but the problem that they're having was that it was like too similar to like this Call of Duty feeling thing. Okay. And they were just like, this is not Doom. It actually look, it looks like Earth is being brought to hell mm. rather than hell on Earth. That's like, interesting. But this is just speculation yeah. at this point. We don't know but anything I will it. make one point. Um... They need to kind of rework the multiplayer because out of that entire package, despite uh, Doom's history in that competitive arena, mm-hmm. although Quake is more yeah. more appropriate to that standard, um, I got to tell you, I wasn't in love with uh, Doom's multiplayer. Like I played it a little bit, I was like, ah, oh, this is neat. People were turning into jibs, great. But then I just kind of dropped off with it, like 
super super hard i think between the free beta that they launched before the game came out and then when i played it like well after the fact um it there wasn't much change to it but it was fun i don't know i didn't go to doom for that though but you got your fill right i got my fill that, real quick it was like how a few two days of getting trophies and i'm like i'm good now right right i was <laughs> like I'm, I'm good but no because they launched the arcade mode which was way better right so, right no uh, for me the main course was that campaign yeah. that campaign was gorgeous um we got more of quake champions mm. um it's gonna be free to play trial for everyone coming up like, hit it up on quake.com if you're a quake fan um if if uh we got more prey stuff i didn't realize that prey was such a resounding success for them but i'm excited to see them continue to support it it was a critical success yeah. i don't know i think the sales were kind of soft on it because mm -hmm. i did see that game like drop the 20 bucks like within a couple of months of release which okay. is not hopeful but it seems like they already they had this dlc in mind and hope hopefully they you know yeah. have a nice little groundswell because the game is interesting really cool Bioshock successor, yeah. more so than the original Prey. It just had some issues with it, especially the mechanics weren't fluid enough in my mind. The combat, kind of a slog, gotta admit, kind of a slog, so... I didn't dig what I was seeing there, but but the this Moon Crash DLC, it looked mm -hmm. fucking... It looks bonkers. Really, really cool, and it was <laughs> free that night. Free to download. Was it? Yeah. Free support for it. That's strange. And then they have the Typhon Hunter <laughs> DLC, which is coming out. It's like a multiplayer uh, game of like five-person hide-and-seek, essentially. That's cool. I like that they're leaning into that, so, that concept for sure. Yeah, with mimics and shit. So that's now, cool. the thing that's got me excited, me my dude, is Wolfenstein Youngblood. Which, uh, are we defining it as an expansion yeah. to uh, New Colossus? It's the, um, what was the first Wolfenstein game called? Uh, the New Order. Let's go through history. Yeah. So the, the rebooted game was Wolfenstein, The New Order, mm -hmm. and then the DLC for that, which you could buy by itself, was The Old Blood. So, and then this is Young Blood. So that was more of an expansion, and I think that's what this I is. I think that's what they're going like for. A $30 so, so you play as uh, BJ Blazkowicz's daughters. Twin daughters. Twin daughters. twin daughters. Well, no, she was pregnant with twins the entire oh, you're game. right. I fucking forgot. Entire game, my Holy dude. Shit. I'm so sorry. Yeah, BJ. yeah. I I, oh, I Holy love shit, it. That's smart, right? So this one actually takes place in the '80s. I guess we still have a problem with Nazism in the '80s, but then again, 2018 still has a problem with Nazism. So I can't fault uh, the Wolfenstein's <laughs> world. But it's set in Paris in the '80s, and that's really cool. That's cool. I didn't catch that. Yeah. That's really cool. I yeah, you have me, and especially if I can buy it by itself, because like I think I just borrowed Wolfenstein yeah. from you. You did. So if I can buy it by itself. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Um, big thing about this one, uh, yeah, it's coming in 2019, mm. just cinematic trailer, but it's going to be the first time there's co-op in a game like this. I didn't catch that yeah. either. Yeah, because they're twins. Damn, my dude, you're paying attention. So we can get down on that. You were busy like screen capping and being witty on the fly, but I, I had to get details. On our Twitter, at yeah. Save Room Show, my dogs. Um, but not, not the my dogs part and part of that, just Save Room Show. So that was dope. I'm hyped about that. That's one of my screaming moments of E3. Okay. Uh, more Todd Howard play. He's just more all over the more stage. More Todd Howard. He was ripping on like Walmart for leaking their shit. I know. Um, which is good <laughs> so man. good. Um, good man. They... They lean into the Skyrim joke about how Skyrim's on everything ever. Now it's on Alexa. Now it's on Alexa. It's actually on it's Alexa. It's actually on Alexa. Or, or they have some sort of weird download for it that's yeah. like a joke. But it was a super funny little trailer with uh, Keegan-Michael yeah. Key of Keen. Right. Peele. It was so right. funny. Good shit. Yeah. Like, see, that's the kind of shit that I want to see out of these conferences. Because mm -hmm. that's not... Like, that could have been cringeworthy, but I think Bethesda's smart enough to make it work, and they did. I like, think it's because they pre-recorded it. Yeah, I think if Ubisoft tried that shit, it would just be like... Pfft, fall on your face kind of and kinda we'll get humor. there because Ubi ubisoft did do some fall on your face humor oh god <laughs> okay because I, I didn't catch it i was at work but yeah. um i want you to take care of this next one i don't want to do it this is why your... don't you want to do it i don't know that much about it 
We know the same amount about it. Oh, okay, fair enough. Yeah. So, they finally detailed some information about Fallout 76, which is essentially a spin-off of Fallout 4. Uh, what's different is that it is a online survival game. Uh, which, you know, kind of goes against the grain, because mm-hmm. Fallout is traditionally single player. Yep. Now... It is, as Todd said, always online. Mm-hmm. You can always play it online, but mm. you can also play it by yourself. So a lot of people but are getting fucking crazy about this. Look, I don't want to play it online. Well, it's... Think about games that are always connected to a server. You can still play single player games that are online without being online. It's a nuanced argument because yeah. there are people that enjoy the shit out of games that don't mm. either don't have good connections yeah. or no connections. And then that's bi- true. Big businesses' response to that is like, well, we're catering to the most needs, not the less needy, which mm, isn't always a good look, but makes sense on their end. To mm-hmm. be fair, but, 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 but that's not the argument. So, so what's cool about this game is that it is apparently four times. Uh, the size of Fallout 4. It is also set in West Virginia. As we knew. Uh, it actually takes place about 20 to 30 years after the bombs drop. Mm-hmm. Whereas most of the, you know, 3 and 4 and New Vegas take place like almost 200 years after it. So it is a raw wasteland. That wound is still festering, my mm-hmm. friend. Um, what else we got going on in this game? Um, so they're coming with us with a beta. The break it early, what is it? Break it early test application, B E T A. Oh, break it uh, early test application. Yeah, so that's gonna be the that's early great. access beta for people who just want to fuck around with the world and see right, what it's gonna be right. like. Um, da, 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 da. Collector's Edition comes with a map of the world. Uh, Glows okay. in the fucking dark. Glows in the dark. Yeah, Todd so said it. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah, that's what he said. Yeah, that's <laughs> so crazy. And uh, Vault Tech uh, Power Armor, pretty dope. Um, hmm. Ultimate Vault Edition coming November 18, 2018. Um, little notes on this because yep. during. E3, I think it was probably Monday night after um, Nintendo's conference, or Tuesday, whenever that was, I'm sorry. But um, the no-clip documentary on this went live. Mm. And Daniel Dwyer like, did a cool 30-minute behind-the-scenes with Bethesda and Todd Howard in this game, and they talked about like how, how it came to be and all this shit. Uh, and originally, it was supposed to start as a Fallout 4 multiplayer. Like This is what the multiplayer build for that game was. Um, they just didn't have the time to really make it what they wanted, so they cut it out entirely. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They said, um, this is the multiplayer design for Fallout 4. As it went on, it became a we should do it as its own thing. Ideas were bounced around, and as it was put aside, uh, they just didn't have much time for the online component, so they tossed it. Um, it's done by uh, their Austin studio, Battlecry. Battlecry Studios? Yeah. And they basically, they retrofitted the game into the... So this is a weird sentence. They retrofitted the Fallout code into the Quake online engine. What? So that's kind of what this is running off of. What? Yeah. So the way that the Quake Online games run, this is kind of that principle of how I, it's going to function. I wonder how that's going to feel. Yeah. Because, like, I Fallout 4 especially, like, it's a great game, great components to it, but its combat and movements and stuff are still clunky as fuck. Yeah. And I've always wanted them to kind of approach that mm-hmm. and, like, you know, make, make, make it not feel like it's on a goddamn grid. Yeah. You know? So, like, I, I think that's serviceable on PC, but, like, on a controller, it just feels like dog shit sometimes. Yeah, no, I don't disagree. Well, I didn't like a lot of the combat in Fallout 3 or 4. A lot of what did it for me was, like, the VAT system, and that was, like, a cool little gameplay mechanic that you hadn't really seen in a game before. So I don't know if that's going to even be present in this game, if they're going to have a way 
way if it's going to act as like a special ability where it's like cool you charge a meter and then you get a quick vats attack mm, you know especially with it being online yeah, yeah. How, how are they going to do that so, you can't go in the bullet time like when other people are around. no you can't and especially mm. what they showed they showed a bit of gameplay for it the, the trailer was a bit long of like cinematics and gameplay and world mm -hmm. exploring but mm -hmm. it looked like four people were rushing like bosses and shit and it looked really fast paced so yeah i don't know how that's going to play out I want to see more, and yeah. but we are defo getting that game November eighteenth. Yeah, I was talking to Dave about it because um, Dave's like our resident online player that we have fun with from Florida. He's one of our good friends, and he's like, "I'm excited about it, but I'm not sure. It just depends on how they handle the servers, how they store the client." And I'm like, "Yeah, that makes sense. If the servers aren't good, it's not." Good. Well, they said it was a dedicated server. It is, yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I know they're gonna put like the right treatment behind it. They're gonna have but to. But it's very experimental, mm -hmm. and I, I I applaud them for it. But again, there's just certain things that I want approached and Fallout that I feel like they're just building on the foundation of four, and I don't think that's necessarily the best route mm -hmm. because there's things that need to be fixed about that game in my mind. That's true. So. No, that's that's completely true. Um, mm -hmm. But with this, I think it's it's gonna be interesting because you're gonna have your single player narrative and your story choices that carry over into every game you are in. That's true. Your progress always is, carries is an, over. So that's. I think it's your game is also served right. not only on the the server, but it's on the client itself. So right, right. Um, that that'll make the in online experience kind of interesting there. But what else did I want to say about it? Um, they're doing this cyclical thing where every few games or weeks you can basically drop nukes on the settlements oh, yeah, and yeah. then start over. Jesus Christ, so, um, <laughs> that's going to be frustrating. Anyway, one more thing before we get into the last two kind of fucking teasers they got us wet with uh fallout shelter yeah came to all platforms for free that night uh, yeah. ps4 and switch mm -hmm. uh xbox which is pretty cool they said that that was their most engaged game ever did it come out for i don't think it came out for xbox dude oh yeah i think, I think so. it was just ps4 and uh switch okay well, they maybe i'm wrong yeah but yeah todd was like what's, hey. going, on? what's going on phil <laughs> right phil Spanner, you, you you fucking did you say something stupid to todd over dinner huh did you embarrass him in front of his hot wife who i'm sure is an asian supermodel and also has a brown leather bomber <laughs> matching one yeah <laughs> tunnel snakes <laughs> oh you think that's like a bedroom move between he and his wife oh oh i'm, I'm sure she's the old tunnel snake she's getting that howard tunnel snake for sure my dude <laughs> um but that's dope um and what else did we get what were the last two that they gave us uh so something called elder scrolls blades which instead of it be, like being oh, yeah, kind of a shallow that. mobile experience it, 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 they're trying to port over the you know standard elder scrolls experience onto a, a phone mm. and some of the control implement implementation and then the way that you can utilize portrait mode to play the game is interesting because it's like they're super cognizant of like what are the limitations mm. of the mobile platform and they're like how do we do this whole ease of use things for it so it didn't look that bad honestly and that's it's not a bad sell no um, people love mobile gaming that's why fallout shelter was their most mm -hmm. successful game right that's a market that we don't understand but the numbers are there. Right, right, right. right. The so. numbers are there, but the numbers are just like in a inconsistent and not very representative of what normal gaming is. Mm -hmm. Quote unquote normal gaming, but that's a different conversation. Yeah. Uh, two graphic teasers they gave us. Actually, they were like short, like thirty seconds, mm -hmm. a minute teasers. Uh, Starfield was announced. Their brand new IP, first in twenty five years, which is really kind of exciting to think that they're trying to build a new another mm -hmm. world. Right. Um, nothing though. It was just a teaser. Just a teaser, but yeah. like at the same time, and, and that's not very bethesda ish to kind of be like hey here's this thing where 
we have no definite date for. We have no idea when it's going to come out. Here That's true. Go. That's yeah, they usually have it style. within that year. Mm-hmm. Like when they announced Fallout 4 uh, E3 2015, I think. Like they had that game ready within the year. To right. Us. right, right, right. Which is um, such a cool... I, I, That's my preferred method of yeah. video game from publisher to my hand delivery. But <laughs> I like that they feel confident enough to at least tease it. Like they know it's going to happen and right. be completed. Um, and that's cool. I, I was super stoked for it. You were like, why? And I'm like, I don't know. I just thought of a... A Bethesda game set in space, like that, just excites me, because like Fallout's a cool world, um, and then the worlds of Skyrim and Elder Scrolls, those are also amazing. That's like fantasy grounded, but like I want something rooted in like sci-fi and and maybe different dimensions. And there's a lot you could play with there. Let me let me tell you this, No Man's Sky, stick with me. Mm-hmm. No. Great concept, yeah. poor execution. That simple as that. Okay, and I I've said it before on this show. I want. To see that concept executed by another fucking developer, somebody that has, you know, some definite experience in this industry to really figure this out. You mm-hmm. know, like, I, I think it was very admirable for a kind of independent studio to take on this grandiose project. But what if someone like Bethesda did it? And I'm really hoping Starfield is that kind of game where it's like they can see the flaws in it, but see, like, the magic of this idea of, like, exploring the universe, mm-hmm. you know? And not just, like, how Mass Effect was, like, exploring the universe, yeah. where it's like, no, there's very set locations that you go to. Like, I want to see Bethesda do this kind of expansive thing. And that's why I'm not I'm not going to get hard up about, like, where's the date? Where's the footage? I'm just like, nah, dude, they're, they're letting a, yeah. us in. They're letting us smell the meal before they give it, mm-hmm. you know, to get us... Tempted, but galaxies aren't built in a year or two. They take time. Let them brew with this one. I should know. Yeah. <laughs> and the last teaser we got from them was uh, Elder Scrolls Six or Six. Vi. It's so they're not going to announce Skyrim two. I don't think so. We're not going to announce Skyrim two. I think it's something completely different. The fuck is Elder Scrolls, bro? I don't know. Okay. Well, I think it's got a Morrowind in there, and uh, what's the other one that people like? Uh they really like that Oblivion. Oh, they love the Oblivion. They love the Oblivion. Mm. Well, I mean, that's cool. Cool. Um, I don't know what to really expect or really imagine no. out of a, a, a next generation or this generation uh, Elder Scrolls, but I'm excited. Yeah, like, I am too. Some dude was so excited in the audience, he ripped his own fucking head off. Wow, that was a Like, he threw it at Todd, and Todd fucking just juked that thing back <laughs> at him. It was crazy. Todd Howard, everyone. God damn Todd. Oh, wow. Now on to something that wasn't as exciting or nearly as engaging. <laughs> the Square Enix 30-minute press. Ooh, so I, is, didn't, I didn't watch that one. Yeah. You you got this. I'm going to run through this one and the Ubisoft one real quick because please. we have our bigger segments here. This is going to be kind of a long please, episode please, just because there's please. a lot to talk about. But Sorry. Square Enix, it was a 30-minute video conference. It was just video after video after video. They did an, uh, a small intro with, um, what's his name? Yasika Matsuda? Um, he's the Square Enix president, um, and he entered it. It was kind of kind of awkward, kind of fumbly, but it was still whatever. And then they just did back-to-back games, and all of it was narrated by Keith David. What? Yeah. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was ki- kind of fucking awesome. Uh, so we got the cinematic intro, world premiere of the Shadow of the Tomb Raider, Shadow of the Tomb Raider uh, trailer, mm. and then some gameplay. And that looks really fucking cool. Okay, so yes, it does. It looks... More refined. Mm-hmm. It looks sharper. It looks a little more brutal. Uh, just, just some of the tactile like sensations of like she's like tossing arrows and people. Yeah. And I'm just like, ooh, that's got a nastier little vibe to it. it looks I'm, like it's got a lot of crunch to it. A lot of ooh, feel. I'm really digging it. I'm. We're both massive fans of what they've done to the Tomb oh, yeah. Raider in the last few iterations. I think. Um, they need to learn that Rise got like a little bloated and a little unfocused, but still had that fundamental gameplay that I like was really really good. Yeah. If they can just tighten up that experience, you know, and like have 
just work on that because like I don't like looking at a map and seeing like 4,000 different icons and just going like oh okay uh. it was a bit much I mean yeah. so they had segmented small open worlds in that game but there's a middle area where it's like the biggest I'm sorry open a world. small segmented open what else could one call such closed circuited open world I'm sorry what did, did you just say closed circuited open world save room is it's closed <laughs> circuited open world our favorite brand of games <laughs> um so they were talking about this one that uh, a lot of it's set in the jungle um and it's yeah. supposed to be like a big open world jungle thing kind of same feel of rise so imagine love that it. middle section but here um love it love it love gameplay love focus on stealth guerrilla warfare camouflage um looks a lot darker bigger and like there's a lot more to do in terms of crafting and exploration and they said there's more tombs the most tombs more t- you're gonna go <laughs> tombs for days um so super hyped on that. wait there's only one tomb that I'm interested from Square Enix. Hmm. Did they implement Piteos Dungeon? Piteos! Piteos Dungeon! Piteos! So, September right. 4th, uh, cross-platform, no, tw- no it says 14th, dog. September 14th. It's September 4th. People uh, are going to line up at GameStops and start weeping when they don't have it in their hands because of you. <laughs> okay? Speaking of weeping, yeah. the weebs are weeping about Final Fantasy XIV Online, Why? so we're getting a fucking expansion and patch for that, Under the All Moonlight right. 4.3 patch, All right, weird. Uh, and they're doing a Monster Hunter World crossover, which actually looked oh. pretty cool. Okay. I want more content for that. Okay. Uh, more of Awesome Ventures of Captain Spirit, Don't Nod. Uh, June 26th is the date for that free episode. Why can't I nod? What? Don't, just keep your head up. Okay. Yeah, Can the mic up. picks up weird shit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Dragon Quest Eights. Cool. We got an American trailer and a release. This game's Eight? actually already. Eight? I'm sorry. I don't know how to read Roman numerals. That's eleven. 11. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was just hoping it was a remaster of eight. He's all, yeah. So fast. Jesus Christ. Okay. Um, but September fourth is coming to America. It's the edition of Lost Time that we're gonna get with the collector's edition. Yep. And yep. Cool. cool. Some more stuff. Never played them, but I'm interested. Um, to play them. New IPs that they showed Babylon's Fall is a small cinematic trailer, and it's also by Platinum Games. Interesting. Near. So that's pretty, okay. pretty dope. We got more of Nier. Actually, we forgot to talk about this during Microsoft, but they oh, announced right, the complete right, right. Uh, Nier edition called yep. Become as Gods. More Project Octopath Traveler coming to July 13th on the Switch. Actually, more gameplay was shown. Really sticking to that name, huh? Yeah, they love it. Mm. Uh, more Just Cause 4. Da, 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 da. So I wrote, Journey to Sleece and what is their biggest, most immersive experience ever? Uh it takes destruction of weather physics to new levels with extreme weather engine. Hmm. Well, I took an extreme weather class in college, and it was profoundly boring. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Well. Um, so that's cool. Know. If you're into that, bring the thunder December 4th is what they're saying. Uh, <laughs> did they say that? They did. The Quiet Man is the second new IP that they announced. A little bit of just a cinematic gameplay trailer. Um, it was kind of neat looking. So you play as like a superheroed individual, yeah. right? Yep. Okay. I, you made a note here, and it's got me percolated. Mm-hmm. Looks combat heavy in an Arkham way. Yep. All so right. very minimal All HUD. Right. The way this dude was kind of fighting these people mm. who were attacking him in the alley. Um, I think what is he? He might be deaf, is what it is. Oh. And he's just taking people down, and it was it was neat looking at it. So mm. I don't know. I want to see more from it. It was I'm a down like a clown. Little teaser, and then we got more of Kingdom Hearts three after that. Um, more Frozen. Yeah, they added more Frozen. <laughs> okay. And that was it. That's it. Yep. Uh, on to Ubisoft here. Actually, let's let's take a break real quick and talk about what they didn't show. 
Mm. Because Go for it. people were swinging and hoping that they would show more of Final Fantasy VII. Yeah, keep on hoping. And they didn't keep it. David was like, sorry guys, we don't have it this year. Uh, <laughs> imagine it in his voice. And, uh, Fuck off. None of the marble game that we were kind of hoped for. Yes, for. because uh, what? Edis Montreal and uh, who else are, are working on Crystal it? Dynamics. Edis. Crystal Dynamics yeah. are working on that game together for Square Enix. It was supposed to be, what, set in the Avengers universe? Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if that means movie or comic, but whatever the fuck, they did not show it off. Especially with the success of Infinity War, I wanted to see something marvelous. That wasn't just Spider-Man. Although, Spider-Man's enough for me. Yeah. And maybe that was intentional. We are just like, yo, guys, we gotta give Spider-Man his fucking due. You can't just be throwing Avengers on the on the fucking screen. People you think are gonna that's forget. what it was? Yeah, man. Because then he would just fade away. Be like, oh, it feels so good. <laughs> <Fuck>. <laughs> Every episode, I throw <laughs> one reference to that. It's good though. It hurts. It's good though. But yeah, I don't think that's the case because they've been teasing Spider-Man for like two and a half years now. I think they just don't have enough to show. They don't have of, of whatever this Avengers project is. Yeah, and yeah. I don't think they're willing to shortchange it in a quick like title card yeah don't so like don't do it don't do it um, so ubisoft another one i didn't watch which now, is just a surprise i'm to gonna me. give it to them they've had the best put together conference in terms of balancing um video stuff people on stage and kind of like gimmicky fun stuff that was very ubisoft right. um they opened with the just dance 2019 bit uh pre-recorded dance shit outside and they all came in and it was it was people were more into that than the andrew wk bit i'll give them that i would be too um so yep yeah, that's also coming to the wii just Dance 19, 2019. Are you fucking kidding yeah. me? I don't fucking know why they're still supporting that, but it's coming. That's okay. What they said. Uh, all, right, all right, mom, dust off your way because <laughs> uh, we we got the hottest jams from you, from Katy Perry and the next uh, and Tool. And tool, tool. There's some Tool <laughs> tracks on there. <laughs> You're dancing like one of the cryptids from the movie. <laughs> Yo, I love dancing the anima. Um, what else we got? We got a, a cinematic for Beyond Beyond Good and Evil Two. I don't know much about that game. I don't know if you played the first one. Uh, no, I didn't. I was interested in playing the first one, but I know that it has a huge cult following. Uh, I heard they didn't show any more gameplay, really. Huh? No, it was a lot of cinematic uh-huh. because I don't think this game is very done. Uh, <laughs> it was introduced by a lot of narratives and senior directors, and also they're working in partnership with JGL, who is Joseph Gordon-Levitt, if you don't know. Okay, I thought you were naming uh, like a corporation. No, no. He, I mean, something. he's basically a corporate yeah. monolith at this point. He's a business uh, entrepreneur. But he has this multimedia-headed platform called Hit Record. He does like movie projects and, okay. and music and shit like this. So this is him bridging the world into video games because he's a long-time gamer and whatever. Good for him. Um, but he's like, call to arms, all creative types, writers, artists, illustrators, videographers, illustrators. You're here. Come. Come work on this with us. Like, it's kind of like a corporate uh, Kickstarter, it seems. Yeah, he got a little blowback for that shit yeah. where he was like, yeah, I want to have honest and open discussions about this. And there's a difference between, uh, uh, I forgot what he said, the terminology it was like, you know, uh, paid work versus it, like, it almost seemed like exposure work, essentially, is the argument so he was making. I, I didn't get any sense that people weren't going to get paid for it, but maybe I didn't look too much into the... the uh, apparently, the that's the situation where he's just like, hey, get put, put your art in this game. I want it to be like the shared... I want I want the fans to share in this experience. And the people are just like, you're petitioning people for free fucking work, dude. Mm-hmm. You're petitioning designers for free work. And yeah, it, it's been a thing. That It's a big no-no. I mean, yeah. you, you put an effort into something, like, yeah, what, what's the harm in the expectation of getting paid? But that same flip of the coin, it's like, if you want your shit in a video game... Like, people are going to do it, you know? Yeah. People are going to do it anyway, but... And that's kind of a big 
Ubisoft title to have uh, your name attached to? Yeah, I don't know. It's an interesting discussion, but it is. I need to little, like pick it apart a little bit more. But. It's the first time we're seeing it in big gaming, I think. Yeah. So um, more stuff that happened that was kind of quick and not really relevant to us. Um, Rainbow Six Siege. They talked about Siege Six Rain. <laughs> uh, two and a half years still going strong. They have over thirty-five million players. That's kind of impressive. Mm-hmm. Um, more production shit. Trials Fusion Two. Dude came in on a fucking motorcycle. Fucking fell over. <laughs> Act a fool. Fell on his face. Knocked over a fucking TV. Uh, cool. Okay. <laughs> their stress is that um, trial and error is a thing in this world, so you can fuck around, and it's kind of like this fun sandbox of play. Trials has always been really cool. I don't know if you ever played one of those. No, no they're fun as fuck. No, because they don't. Are they on the PlayStation? PlayStation Four. Yes. Okay. The yes. I think I've only ever visually seen it on Xbox for some reason. Do you, can you visualize Trials? You know, it's like it's like two or it's yeah. side scrolling, and you have to like do loop de loops mm-hmm. and shit. Yeah. You can fucking hurt your guy, and it's all physics based. Yeah, it's I can fun. Imagine that they did a Blood Dragon crossover once. Oh shit, that's really yeah, neat. yeah. I think it was Trials of the Blood Dragon, is what they called it. Neat, it's fucking great. Um, big one here. Talk to me about Division Two finally. Oh, for four. So the next yeah. forty minutes are <laughs> Division Two, guys. <laughs> uh, I love my time with Division One. My big thing for Division Two was I wanted to see like a reason for me to get excited for it. What like how different it is? Because like you know. Ubisoft has that magic number two thing going on, like mm-hmm. we talked about before, where Assassin's Creed 2 far outweighed uh, part one mm-hmm. in the same, like, let's say, Watch Dogs 2 yeah. fixed everything I hated about Watch Dogs 1. Crew 2 is going to blow Crew 1 out of the water. I didn't even play Crew, but I hear it's fun as fuck, <laughs> as is, so I can't give them too much shit. No. It's always 14 bucks on PSN for some reason. Like, every day, it's like, yeah. hey, by the way, the crew. <laughs> but they, they have a magic hand with listening and delivering a better sequel. True, true, true. And even I'm, if I'm, the games are bugged. I'm hoping they're taking a lot of feedback from Division 1 to heart. It mm. seems like it. They even say they're going to support it with free DLC, which is neat. That is neat. I'm still looking for the, like, what's the... So you, you have a new setting and that's it? Like, where, where are we going? I mean... Don't get me wrong, there's core elements of the game that are just like pitch perfect in my mind. Mm-hmm. The cover-based combat, I loved in that game. Yeah. I thought it was fluid. I mean, it could use a little refinement as in terms of like, you know, when like I would get stuck on certain barriers as is uh, emblematic of cover shooter games. Mm-hmm. But uh, otherwise, fucking solid game, but Division 2 is just more Division in my mind. What about you? Same? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I like the idea that they're doing three decent dlc packs over the course of the first year that's neat more content because i feel like like we said earlier we ran out of things to do with that game is something uh, on fire what's that smell what's that is oh it might be the candle because i blew it out oh okay yeah, gotcha. no, nothing's on fire We're all right guys it's the the mic is hot and that's <laughs> the only thing that's hot in this room Fucking put us out with put so us hot. Out with so hot. Um, okay. But no, I'm I'm here for it because I love the way that game played. The gunplay was super snappy. The cover system was fucking magnificent. Uh, I love the world that they had um, at this post outbreak. Actually, like in the middle of an outbreak in New York, it'll be interesting to see uh, DC. Yeah. And some of that setting, I'm really kind of stoked to fuck around in some monuments and and do some shit there. Yeah, there's a pizza place out uh, in the DC area, uh, Comet Comet's Ping Pong uh, Pizza. Okay. I want. Sorry, that's the sound of a fucking plane. We're talking too much about division. No, <laughs> Ubisoft is actually airdropping us fucking day one playability here right now. Oh, if you're sweet, talking about dude. our game, play it, play it, play it, <laughs> embrace it. Um, I want to look for that pizza place 
in, in this game. game. Yeah. I want to see if it's a one-for-one one of DC. Because they did such a good job of scaling New York and making yeah. it feel like I was walking through those streets, and I'm like, oh, I know these places, so yeah. Let me go to my favorite pizza place, Ubisoft. Yeah. That's the improvement I'm looking for. In Listen to your community here. We want pizza. We want pizza. Pizza drops. Three slices. Uh, what else we got? Um, we got more Mario plus Rabbids uh, Kingdom Battle. They're bringing Donkey Kong Country content to it. It looked pretty cool. That Donkey Kong's one hell of a guy. How about those ape wars? We're always going about the Great <laughs> Ape Wars, man. <laughs> Every episode. It's like a running conspiracy now. <laughs> it is a conspiracy. I mean, yes, yeah. it is. Um, we got more of Skull and Bones. Cool. Oh, okay, so again, I like where that game stemmed from because mm-hmm. they were very, you know, there was this kind of demand that Ubisoft was like, fuck, after Black Flag, people really wanted more naval combat, but it didn't always suit their, uh, I guess, their, their roadmap for that franchise. So they're like, you know what? Let's make our own shit. So I dig that. Mm-hmm. I just... I just need it now, though. <laughs> Why is it going down in 2019? Yeah, 2019, uh, Ubisoft Singapore is working on it, so I imagine it's going to be a good localization team. They're going to get the history and that, that feel of that world mm. down. Um, creative directors are talking about how there are no heroes and only villains. You're constantly looting and fighting across the Indian Ocean, which is cool because it's the first game to kind of really be set in the Indian Ocean like that. Um, and they're going to have early beta access. So that's neat. Um, you sure Super Mario RPG wasn't set in the Indian Ocean? I'm pretty sure really? there wasn't any of that. There was no Indian Ocean in no. Mario. I mean, maybe in the Bowser DLC where you go off the beaten path into your own Off thing. the beaten path, yeah. gotcha. Yeah, I love into that Into the one. Indian Ocean. That's my favorite one. <laughs> um, as is common with their presentation, they brought in another celebrity, Elijah Wood. He's talking about VR. He's L. Wood. L. Nice. Wood. He's not talking about Wilford VR, but it's Transference, Fall 2018. Put your brain into this cerebral mishmash of horror. Yeah, I was uh, watching a little about that. It, it looks... Uh... It's looks, pretty creepy. It looks really creepy. Yeah, pretty creepy. Um, yeah. Uh, VR experience, super eerie. The quote is, escape a corrupted mind. So, <laughs> Elijah Wood's corrupted yeah. mind. I, I really loved his fucking stage presence, or maybe it's just that I love listening to him talk, but I was like, I, I like you on the stage. Do more. He's an enthusiastic he's, man. He's got those kind eyes, even if he is kind of creepy. He's a small man, but he's got big energy. <laughs> um, next up was Starlink Battle for Atlas, uh, October 16, 2018. I feel like that game is going to get swallowed up by other Ubisoft games. Uh, October 16th, yeah. uh, Red Dead's going to trounce everything within a like four-week radius. And Assassin's Creed Odyssey comes out in that same month so god damn it ubisoft yeah. what's going on but this is cool it looks like the game that no man's sky could have been a lot of cool first person third person flight combat and open world shit going on you can discover exotic planets meet factions yada yada the cool thing about this is that they're bringing Star Fox into the fold oh yeah yeah you know what'd be really cool hmm. to uh make a new Star Fox and bring Star Fox back into the fold that way <laughs> That would be fucking neat. How about that? That's a that's a tough idea. Uh, I think it's because they just tried it on the Wii U and it didn't work out. Uh, that was a while back at this. That point, was like though. two years ago. I remember working really? at GameStop when that came out. Which one was that? Was that the Dinosaur Planet one, or yeah. was that it was, no. it was far, uh, Star Fox twenty sixteen? I forget the name. Oh of right, right, right. It had really goofy controls. Mm-hmm. I remember that. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah. Ugh. It felt horrible. Okay. Uh, but they brought Miyamoto out. Miyamoto was not in any of Nintendo's parts, but here he was at Ubisoft, like fucking wearing an assassin's cloak. And he's like, yeah, I'll talk to you about my Star game. Is <laughs> <laughs> he really? That's yeah. great. Um, and then Crew Two, we talked about June 29th, open beta on June 21st. Mm. Uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. That's kind of the big thing that we got from this one. Where are you at with that? I'm about it. You're about it? Yeah. I didn't play enough of Origins to really see the changes that they. Uh, I didn't play any of yeah, Origins. I was going to say, actually, you didn't play any of Origins. I, so I don't know to be excited. I like the setting. 
but uh, it could go either way. That, mm-hmm. That's how I feel about the Assassin's Creed games these days. It could go either way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it, it could be the one where it's like, ah, yeah, this didn't really jive well, guys. But we'll see. I'm, I'm... See, the thing is, I'm not excited about the fact that it's coming out this year. I feel like it needs more time to bake, you know? Even if they've been working on it for, like, let's say two years or, or whatnot. I'm just like, well, just for your self-service... Get it out of the the fucking violent zone, the red zone of fall 2018. That's literally what they've always done. So they've been working on this game for three years, mind you. So there was probably overlap with their team. It is uh, Ubisoft Quebec um, and probably their Origins team. So they're doing it simultaneously. Um, They've always launched in the fall. Like if I can remember Syndicate, Syndicate came out around Fallout 4. Um, If I can remember when Origins came out, there was so much shit that came out in the fall. Yeah, um, fair enough. So, but it's just going to be a choice. Do I want to get lost in this open world or that one? And this one has a compelling argument to it because it's more of what Origin set forth, more narrative, a lot more like cool story beats. Uh, Origins is really cinematic, and the you, world is neat. You know, for me, Assassin's Creed is becoming more and more uh, games that I'll get around to. Yeah, because you know they'll always be there. Right. They're they're less and less like I need to get this right away. It's mm-hmm. more like. Mm, I know you're always going to be there, and by the time that I remember that you're a thing, you're going to be 30 bucks. Yeah. So, fuck it. So, quick thing here. They had a cinematic trailer. Uh, there was a dialogue showcase, because your dialogue matters here, a la kind of like Mass Effect almost, where you get like two or three options to choose between. Mm. Um, a lot of gameplay. Uh, a lot of seeing the world of Greece here. Um, you get to choose between Alexios or Cassandra. There's a lot of heavy RPG elements, customizations, and upgrades. Um, your characters will be reacted to differently in the world based off of who you choose, mm. which is kind of neat. Um, and yeah, it looks, I don't know, looks fun. I'm gonna give it that. Looks wholesome. If, like we talked about last episode, if we can get gladiator fights and just cool shit, maybe fucking chariot races. Russell Crowe. Yeah. (laughs) Get Russell Crowe in this game. Please. Please. If we could get a whole Norman Reedus game, where's Crowe? That's my question. Every day. So that's Ubisoft. Okay. Let's get to this main event. Let's get on our saddles because okay. you and I are Sony ponies. Sony ponies is what we is. So also, let's take a minute. If you guys ah. are into graphic design or screen printing, we need Sony pony on a shirt, and we need to be riding that horse on that shirt. We'll pay you for it, unlike yeah. uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. <laughs> Creators, <laughs> Creators, be a part of something bigger than yourselves <laughs> for free. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, I dropped my phone. <laughs> He's cracking up over there. It's so good. Oh fuck! I, I knocked over your guitar. <laughs> oh no! All these technical every we're, flares. We're having some flare ups here. So, so Sony. What a very non-traditional conference. The way that they kind of like I know from their perspective they they felt like they're trimming the fat of it and they're like we want to we want to focus on these four core experience or pillar exclusives and kind of go in depth that way mm-hmm. and then they treated everything else like just a fucking YouTube trailer. It was yeah. It was not. It was something so ad hoc about it. Like they're in that tent, and there's like intermissions where like we're setting up the stage. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, it's it wasn't a clean presentation. It was just such a weird offbeat presentation. Yeah, and it almost made me feel like it's like you you guys are just not budgeting the situation anymore for E3. You're just like, I know you're keeping that PSX uh, card in your pocket. Yeah. You know, because they, they did a more robust showing the the year that I went to that uh, um, conference. What, 2016? Then they did it E3 this year. Now, yeah, the, now the distracting... Here's the thing. The distracting factor is that the games that they did show, 
were so excited about yeah. that they were just like, go ahead, well, get a, get away with your this, bullshit. The, the four pillars like you talked about and Sean Layden kind of leaned really hard into. It's like they wanted to immerse us in these worlds. So we got probably eight to 15 minutes in each of these like singular experiences. And that's cool. But mm-hmm. like that, that was really it. And um, I don't know. They want us to be excited about this because I feel like they're keeping something in their pocket for 2019 and 2020 that we don't know about yet. Maybe. Um, but so traditionally in the past, Sony does what? They sit people in that auditorium and you just watch it and people come on stage. It's a basic conference setup, right? None mm-hmm. of this weird transitional, let's move set pieces. And no, fucking, none of that. None yeah, of that shit. Circus of Sean Layden. <laughs> like, yeah, they had like this strange like stage yeah. set up for like each pillar well, game. It was just the first one, actually. It was just for The Last of Us 2. Oh, really? Just yeah. The Last of Us? Because I, I thought they did something for Ghost of uh, Shishima. Where no, it was it was in the main conference. They, they just room. had the flute man? Yeah, just the flute man. Action. So what the hell, even? Like, <laughs> why, why are you even doing any yeah. of this? And then the weird part was, they showed The Last of Us 2, and then they're like, okay, the conference is about to get started. I'm just like, this is not the conference? Yeah. What, what the fuck is this? <laughs> like, you just show 15 minutes yeah. of this fucking like game. Like, 15 to 20 minutes of something, and then they're like, okay, here's our pre-show in the middle of the show. What? what? Okay, but, but, I will give it to him this. What they did show was uh, massively exciting. I loved what I saw from The Last of Us Part 2. Mm. I love the gay kisses. I like... Dude, okay, so let me take a second. Yeah. That's a big thing, it man. Is. That's a big thing for one of the biggest video game publishers in the world to go to one of the biggest video game uh, conference shows mm-hmm. uh, and have one of their AAA fucking games and go like, hey, check this out. <laughs> and have Ellie, you know, out there mm-hmm. making out with this, this this girlfriend of hers. Or maybe, no, girlfriend, right? Not not like a... We don't there's quite, no ring involved here, We don't right? quite know because she's talking to the other character in between uh, her sneaking glances at this girl mm-hmm. who's dancing mm-hmm. like a like just a beautiful woman would. And uh, she's talking about him getting back together with her. And then she kind of like pulls Ellie up, kind of sidelines the dude. I don't know his name at the moment. Yeah, and yeah. they dance together. And it's this really like kind of expressive, passionate You're affair. right. It does seem like the honeymoon yeah. phases of their relationship. Yeah. So like, okay. I was just wondering if it was more of like a... You know, engagement scenario. There was a cool thing that people had pointed out, and I don't know if it's a misdirect, but there's a bracelet that this girl wears that Ellie's dancing with that you see Ellie wearing in the gameplay portions, and it makes you wonder if it's a red hair or if she's on a quest for revenge over this girl or what it is, but something to look out for. Oh, man. Yeah. I I wouldn't put it past him to do that, but one one, uh, uh, point to make here, no Joel, that there was a side comment it was like, oh yeah, you're old man. Old man. Because one of the other characters says that to Ellie. Yeah. And I'm just kind of like, oh, is, so he's, is he still around? Like, training new, like, scavengers Possibly. and people to new help hunters. Because it looks like a community that they're a part of in this game. Yeah, which is something you haven't typically seen in The Last of Us 1. No, because uh, Part 1 was definitely like a road movie kind of situation. Yeah. You know, there you were always on the go. Mm-hmm. Uh, you encountered characters, of course, but this is the first time where it's like, oh wow, you're really a part of this community, I, mm-hmm. I feel like. I mean, there's a little bit of that in the first game, yeah. but... I, I'd love to see more of that expanded on. I would too, and it looks like this community is really interesting, and it's going to see, I mean, to see other worlds kind of come and clash with theirs and invade them, and what happens because, like, yeah, this might be their most civilized moment, but I feel like shit's going to go topsy turvy. Oh, it's going to go so topsy turvy, uh, and the way that like everything feels, there's very much a revenge vibe to yeah. what we're seeing, especially because, mm-hmm. like, what reason would Ellie have to? I mean, we're seeing her like fucking put axes in people's faces and bash their heads in and shit it's just like what got you on this war path it was nuts dude yeah so it's like to go from this idyllic scene with this dance and this 
kiss that's so mocap mocap so beautifully and you see like kissing i'd never seen before very authentic for a game very authentic to go from quantic dream kissing to this it's just like hmm. like i gotta say that's the best kiss i saw in a video game and it happened between two women yes that's that's amazing incredible good job Um, but then mid kiss they transition into gameplay this first gameplay segment we've seen from the last of us too like you said super visceral really crazy right right it looks faster it looks a lot faster and very refined uh, in um, comparison to the first one because like uh, we talked about it earlier but mm-hmm. I mentioned like hey keep in mind this is the first Last of Us to be built from the ground up yeah. on PS4 architecture so because we think of the, some... the remaster and we assume oh it's a PS4 game but no that was ported over and just <laughs> like Last of Us Part 1 we're coming at essentially the tail end of the PS4's life cycle. So they're using all their know-how that they've gotten through this this generation and kind of going out with a bang again. Because that's what Last of Us Part 1 was for the PS3. It was like just huge, like, fucking uh, going-away party. Mm-hmm. You know, that's how it felt. It was like, here's a culmination of everything we learned about this system's limits, and here's a game that almost breaks those limits. I can't wait for fucking Last of Us It part looks so two. cool. It looks like they were playing it in survival mode because the HUD was really minimal. Right, right, And right. it looked just like so immersive in ways but like the combat looks cool um even in the the enemies when she's striking down on there's so much emotion in their face i'm like holy shit like they really want all out on this like there's a, a scene where a chick falls as she's underneath the car and you see her fucking face deaden i'm like naughty dog this is why i'm excited right like, like we said sony might not have showcased all the most ball busting stuff but like what they did it was powerful right moving. right and, we, we we could talk about this game all fucking um, day but we gotta we gotta move on through this shit quick thing i want to mention again it's set in seattle and i do believe that they're going to do this kind of back and forth between time and settings like they did with the first game and that'll make an interesting kind of narrative with it very likely so but move the fuck on move the fuck on (laughs) um so they did some weird dreamsy transitional shit because they didn't actually show us any trailers for that um this is where we got the pre-show where they announced a bunch of shit on the fly really weird yeah Um, yeah they talk about uh sean lane talks more about the history naughty dog and sony and all their current games I got going, they're talking about supporting Horizon Zero Dawn, God of War, Detroit, making those a thing. Um, apparently, God of War is getting a new game plus. Cool. That's really dope, because we want to go back to that. Um, and, yeah. Oh, Call of Duty uh, Black Ops 3, they announced free that night. That's true, yeah. yeah. It's PS Plus uh, free until July mm-hmm. 11th, if you have missed out. I don't think that game's bad at all. It's no. actually pretty neat. Get it. Cool. And what did they show from? Oh yeah, that Black Ops Four is going to have some uh, remaster maps, some kind of uh, legacy levels. Yeah, yeah from so, from Black Ops One, like, Two, and Three. Jungle, Summit, Slums, and Firing Range. Firing Range is such a so good cool. one. Do you remember Firing Range? I, I love. We that got one. down. On Firing it was one of the range. smaller ones that was just really fun. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so that's cool. And then uh, they did a quick social rule of Tetris Effect, uh, Days Gone, which I'm surprised is kind of not wasn't here. Yeah. Um, but also I'm not. Uh, Twin Mirror, Ghost Giant VR, Beat Saber Twin VR. Mirror is the Don't Nod game I was talking about oh, earlier, bro. Okay. That's the thing where it's, it's in the same vein. It's because I must have nodded off. <laughs> um, and then they slipped in the Destiny 2 Forsaken mm-hmm. DLC expansion, mm-hmm. which I guess it looks like Cade 6 is getting like killed or something. They actually confirmed he is definitely dying Whoa. in this DLC because they felt like Destiny 2 got a little too jokey, a little one-liner mm-hmm. heavy. Yeah. And they're like, well, who's the one that's doing that fucking yeah. Cade? And they're killing him. So, Maybe they can't afford Nathan anymore. Maybe not. Such a huge player drop-off. You just can't afford uh, Firefly Stars no more. You know what I'm saying? Sure. You know what I'm saying? So the next pillar, next big one. Uh, mm-hmm. Sucker Punch. We knew they had another game coming. Yeah. I, didn't, yeah. I don't think we knew the name of it. Back though. in the day, we thought it was going to be Spider-Man. You remember that? Everyone was like, oh, yeah, they did Infamous. What a natural progression. No, it turns out they've been working on something called Ghost of Tsushima. 
Mm. Um, looks really cool. Very visceral game. What are you laughing at? Man? I'm just so excited for this one. <laughs> okay. Like, every pillar has me erect. Oh, jeez. Yes. Sean you Layden. are the pillar. Sean Layden, you're fucking getting me good. Sean Layden made this game by himself, actually. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. No, he, he made didn't. it in his backyard. I, don't, I can't believe that he did this yeah. by himself. Now, it looks great. It has some great samurai fights. has some amazing rendering, amazing lighting effects. It looks real, real good. It's this, open world, right? It is a little open gotcha. world, yeah. Uh, this is one of those games where, I, before, I was like, mm, I don't know about the PS4 Pro. Mm. This game, The Last of Us, Death Stranding, Spider-Man. You need a PS4 f- yeah. Pro for these games. Yeah, yeah, pushing you toward that uh, PS4 I Pro slash so. 4K TV I combo. Think so huh? it makes such a strong case for itself because, like, <sighs> watching the uh, whoever is demoing it, watch that character progress through the world on horseback and walking and doing the stealth shit down the roof and the cinematics. I was like, all right, what? I'm there with you, man. They sucker Fucking... punch me. Ah. Nice. Ah. Um, Donkey punch you even. So what are, what are the notes I got here? Uh, heavy combat, super fluid. There's parrying, blocking, sidestepping, mm-hmm. kill animations are a thing. Uh, the platforming looks really cool. There's stealth cool. It's kind of Arkham style, which is really neat. Hey, you know, I just had a thought. I feel like From Software and Sucker Punch can like basically kill two birds with one mm-hmm. stone and just like combine forces. Just make their both both games, Sekiro and this in one game. There yeah. you go. You're done. Software Punch. There you go. Software Punch. <laughs> Sucker From. Yeah. Sucker Software. We'll work on Shishima it. From. <laughs> uh, you got anything else you want to say about Ghosts? Uh, no, looks dope. I yeah. need to see more because, like, okay, so one thing that we was saw kinda, a lot of it though. Here's the thing: when they got into their actual samurai fight, it looked like the viewpoint changed pretty drastically, and mm-hmm. I was just like, "Well, how's that going to work with your hands actually on it? Okay, is, are all fights going to do that where they look kind of like uh, flat dimensional, mm-hmm. and then the rest are like you know interactive 3D, or is that just done for demo purposes?" Because yeah. me and Leisha were watching that, and she was like, oh, really? Is it, what are they doing? And I was like, I don't know. I think that's just for the demo. Just to show it off. It's like, possible. Mm. But we'll, we'll I mean, it, it is in third person, so mm. they could play with camera stuff there. So this next one, you actually have a uh, particular uh, interest in. Control. Mm. Yeah, so Remedy is back at the old grindstone. Yep. Uh, oh, 505 Games is actually releasing this? Yep. I'm friends with some of those guys. Nice. Okay, cool. Um, it has some quantum break elements you, you wrote here. Mm. You got kinetic powers and gunplay and, and gravity and shit. It looks very topsy-turvy. It looks like a little bit Portal, a little bit um, uh, over-the-shoulder Resident Evil. Okay. A little bit... Like that movie Cube, where you're like you're caught in those puzzle cubes and shit, oh, and shit. you have to fight your way through. Control looks really interesting, dude. I I'm into it for I'm something it I for didn't sure. know was coming. And I mean, I didn't. I'm I'm talking shit out of this game like I played Alan Wake, but I didn't. I know what you've said about it and mm. the cerebral horror psychological shit that that game did. Alan Wake's so up. good. So to see that merge with some of the gameplay and sci-fi of Quantum Break, right. that's neat. Right, I, right, right. I like it. Uh, female protagonist, cool gameplay elements. I'm in. Okay, I. Are we just going to dive into this one? Because yeah, it's listed we, like that. We're diving we into it. it. It's the next one on the list. I got my fucking wish. <laughs> Christmas came early. Resident Evil 2. The remake was finally shown off with gameplay. They did a little misdirect where it mm-hmm. took place from the perspective of a rat yeah. running through like one of the, a storage room or something. Even showed a PlayStation. I was going to say. Nice little nod to Tim the series. Tim Gettys, of kind of funny, pointed that out. That was the first time I noticed. I was like, oh shit, yeah, there's a rat scurrying over an old PlayStation. Yeah, no, they Neat. show the controller and the PlayStation mm-hmm. very visibly. I got like great screenshots oh, cool. of that I shit too. That. Yeah, um, so I had a thought where I was just like, could, this could be Resident Evil, but like the first person viewpoints throwing me off. Because yeah. I, I know for a fact they're doing over, over the shoulder is what all the rumors said. And then we get Leon get in there, he blasts a zombie, and then they get into like... 
We get flashes of the RPD, him walking outside the RPD. They have uh, dialogue between like cops. There's more. There's more police officers alive that you can interact with this mm-hmm. time, which is actually a scrapped idea from Resident Evil 1.5, the initial uh. version of the game that uh, was well thrown to the. They were going to make that world more alive. Yes, actually, okay. there's more police officers and whatnot, and the RPD was more modernized. It seems like they're pulling from some of some of the uh, elements of that. A game which is really really fucking cool um so over over the shoulder for mm. sure re4 style looks a lot more fluid uh the combat is is still rough still rough stuff so the zombies are much more sturdy than you might expect them to be especially in comparison to games like re6 mm-hmm. uh they they require like some precise headshots and you could actually do uh, bodily damage on them that shows up in real time. If you fire a shot, it actually starts to peel away from them. Kind of like reminds me of like a dead Dead Island from back in the day. Okay. And you can blow off limbs and such to slow them down, which is really really cool. Hmm. But uh, the whole RPD, the Raccoon City Police Department, is in the dark. There's flashlight mechanics, different lighting system. Whole game is on RE Engine. Nice. It really looks like a blend between the learnings and atmosphere of Resident Evil Seven. But is a is a holistic from the ground up remake of Part Two, and I like that they have like it looks like they redid the script rather than being completely adherent to the yeah. original, where it's like the conversations are naturalistic and shit. Um, but the only goofy part is that uh, the renderings of, for Leon Kennedy and Claire, Claire Redfield are, especially Claire, are really off. That's what I was. That's the one thing I was going to mention. It seems like a weird grapey thing, but I want to yeah. know how you felt about these character models and how they looked. First of all, what the fuck's going on in Capcom? Where like, mm-hmm. do they have like a face blindness situation going on? <laughs> they fucked up faces in Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite. They fucked up Chris's face in Resident Evil Seven, and they're like, they got these goofy ass faces going on in here. Or you remember how Jill looked in fucking um, that weird spin? Off Operation oh, no. Raccoon City. She looked oh, like yeah. a fish. She looked like a fish. Claire's got this puffy, weird, like unreal face. I'm just like, that doesn't really look like the original. Like, I'm fine with them changing the costume and shit. They even said like her costume was stupid because mm-hmm. like if she's like a motorcycle enthusiast, she would just be burning her thighs oh, <laughs> like the entire time she's riding it. <laughs> like it didn't make any sense. Hmm. But I'm super, super, super stoked, dude. Yeah. Like, ridiculous. Level of hype is this probably the most excited you've ever been for anything. This is kind of... This is exactly what I wanted them to do to this game. Like, I knew they were not going to be adherent to the uh, fixed perspective, which I know disappoints some fans, but honestly, it needs to evolve and go somewhere else for it to be really, like, a ground-up product, you mm-hmm. know? Like, I didn't want a simple remastering. Yeah. I wanted what they're doing, and yeah. it's amazing. This we, is cool. We, I think uh, it's the same ground-up approach they took with uh, RE7. Yes. With a remake. Right, um, right. It's cool. Right. And it, it, again, shows you how versatile the yeah. RE engine is to even like pull off that perspective. Both yeah. perspectives, essentially. We didn't see too much gameplay in the initial trailer. Not, not for the initial it. trailer, but they actually launched two trailers. Yep. Probably because the the showing the PlayStation in that one trailer uh, <laughs> might be a little off for uh, Xbox's yeah. marketing team. Because they do share the same trailers. Like, you know, oh, is that why they did it? Uh huh. Okay. Uh huh. Yeah, you can't show that shit on a fucking Xbox Twitter feed. That's Major fair. Nelson can't be in there and be like, ignore that garbage <laughs> console. <laughs> no, you're right. You're right. They just, they, what are they going to do? Put an original Xbox on in there? There's never a Resident Evil game on original Xbox. Anyway. That's true. But, um,. So I'm I'm massively stoked for it. It, it seems like the exactly the right direction for it. Mm-hmm. Keep the hard horror elements, but still make it a playable, fun experience yeah. where you can move around and do shit. And 
the way oh i can't wait to see the liquor is in action i can't mm. dude the way they did mr x he's wearing this crazy hat he looks so cool he looks like um one, something out of bloodborne yeah <laughs> it's like, is that an old hunter that actually is his original design from 1.5 some I of the old that. concepts, apparently. Him wearing that crazy hat. Mm. It looks creepy. He has this weird, like, that face looks sunken in, like he's sucking on a... Yeah, he looks kind of eerie. God, this game's going to be so It's going to be good, but uh, January 25th. That's the other that's thing. coming out. They're doing the same thing as like RE7. It's like, hey, here it is at E3, yeah. coming out January. Which Amazing. makes me believe, they mention it, uh, we're probably going to get a demo between now and then, and that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, press had hands on it. They said... A lot of puzzles, a lot of things to do in that like hour. Mm-hmm. Uh, so cool. I'm I'm stoked because I never played it on the N64. So uh, PS1 was what it launched for initially, mm-hmm. but yeah, actually N64 was. Well, my... that's what I had. So okay. Yeah. Well, you know, you're very egocentric, is what you is. Whatever. Yo, take the G out your waffle. <laughs> All you got left is your ego. <laughs> Gambino was the. <laughs> um, but that looks really, All really right. fucking cool. What's, um, what's the next? Next game? thing we got, we got uh, another Justin Roiland Squanch Games VR game, a la Job Simulator. Okay. So that's cool. Trover saves the universe. Looks fun. Looks funny. Um, Kingdom Hearts Three Pirates gameplay. They're back at World's End. That's all I wanted, man. That's Johnny all I care Depp about. in his super domestic abuse is fully realized. <laughs> the Druckmann Pro, all there. Jesus great. Christ. Um, I liked it because I really enjoyed that part of Kingdom Hearts Two, and the naval combat here looks really fucking rad. Really? Okay. Yeah. I've never beat Part Two. Yeah, it's fun. So, we'll see how that one goes. I believe you. I just, you have to. I don't have to. The cool thing about this one is, um, for the PS4 version, all the Kingdom Hearts games are going to be available on one disc. All of them. I was just trying to... To wrap your head to around To swallow it. that. Yeah. So, Kingdom Hearts 1.5 plus 2.5 plus 8.7. All those games. All right, all dude. I got to get a bunch of pins and some yeah. red uh, red thread. And <laughs> get to your map Charlie out. Day. Fucking. Yeah. <laughs> try to map out the, the, the situation here. It's going <laughs> to be here for a week. Yeah. Trying to figure out Kingdom Hearts and how uh, they tie into each other. It's cool. Um, they also have a PS4 Pro that I might be looking at. So Okay. Uh, okay. 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 Next. Okay. Big boy. Big boy. Big boy big, decisions. Big spending toys. <laughs> I uh, hope that was good. We finally got some gameplay from Death Stranding. Uh, yeah, I guess it was, yeah. wasn't it? <laughs> it was the first gameplay. <laughs> yeah. We still... Actually, what's funny is the more we see this game, we learn less about mm-hmm. it. For Somehow yeah. it's like it just unspools our learnings every My time My brain we actually becomes embryonic <laughs> somehow the more I learn about this game. Like, I don't know. So yeah. I was talking about it earlier. Like, literally, this game looks like a science fiction novel that could never be realized as a film. Like, you know, where, <laughs> where like, it's one of those, like, uh, uh, Hollywood development hell projects where it's mm-hmm. like, dude, the, the budget for this and, like, it, two hours is not enough to handle this kind of book. You know, that kind of thing. It seems like Kojima's like, yeah, but I want to make that as a game. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so it's gorgeous man it's yeah. confusing as fuck i don't know what's going on i think that's the point i think that is the point i i i almost don't want the game to explain itself too much <laughs> even even when it comes out and i get yeah. my hands on it kind of be like a bloodborne souls approach where it's right. like less is more and then like i guess we kind of got some weird concept of what the multiplayer might i mean we don't know anything about the we still don't know but the fact that there are two characters in yeah. some sort of interplay might point in some direction yeah. for that. And the fetus that we've seen, all this crazy stuff, the thumbs up, baby fetus, he's attached to your body somehow, you take him with you, it's really weird. The Reedus fetus? The Reedus fetus. So maybe there's some fucking embryonic walkway that these other players traverse in their yeah. new game. I lo- we'll figure like, it out. You know how Dark Souls has like the fucking bell, beckoning bell, or not uh, Bloodborne, I mean. Bloodborne, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Throw down a fetus, bro. You throw down a baby fetus? <laughs> <laughs> 
Or you just regurgitate yeah. a fetus and like throw it down. And then like somebody's coming in your world, I'm like, oh, they're crowning. <laughs> and then the, the weird shadow creature things. Yeah. They seem like a serious issue, man. Like it, I get some major horror games. This is where I get those cool that. like Kojima feels, like the sci-fi horror shit where I'm like, fuck yeah. Isn't he saying this is his last game? I think so. I imagine this game, like, he is tethered into it like Norman Reedus and that fetus, so it's taking everything from him. Yeah, this game is not coming out this year. No. For sure not. So, important thing to note, The Last of Us 2, Ghost, and this, uh, while demonstrated and shown off, no release dates. Fun. So. Well, that's fine. Yeah. Get it right. Oh, Neo 2 Neo was two. announced. Yeah. Uh, a weird CG trailer. Apparently it's going to be a drastic departure from the first one, which is to say I hope that they stray away from using uh, Kmart Geralt oh <laughs> as a star. Mr. White William himself. <laughs> I know he's a real guy, but... He was cool. On. Who gives a shit? Uh, but it was just teased, and that was all. I picked up Neo. I've been playing a little bit of that. Yeah, so they've been doing this hot E3 sale uh, all week. And, uh, on PlayStation Store, yeah. by the and way. And we got the complete edition for how much was it? 20? 20, like 24, 25. Okay. Yeah, it was 23. Um, it's okay. I don't like it as much as Bloodborne. I played a little bit of it, and I'm just like, okay. Hmm. Bloodborne's better. Sorry. It's different. Different and it's better. Yeah, you're right. They're... <laughs> just just take a walk with that experience. It's fun. Well, the beginning areas are not dynamic in the least. Like, mm. the castle area, I'm just like, this sucks. Like, no, the castle is... That's nothing. It's like... Yeah. It's not... It's not engaging. Anyway. Yeah. Okay. I need to talk to you about Spider-Man. Talk to me. So, Spider-Man, they showed off this huge trailer that had some <laughs> interplay, like, gameplay and combat. It looks like a... Uh, Batman on steroids. Well, not steroids, but more like speed. Because Batman doesn't use... Uh, no. Yeah, he's a clean... Those are clean muscles. He's clean and he doesn't kill. Yeah. You hear that, Ben Affleck? Ben Affleck. <laughs> you don't kill. This anyway. is the point where Ben Affleck crashes through the wall with a fucking tank. And kills us. <laughs> yes, I remember. Uh, so, I'm liking the combat. It looks very fluid. I like the web action going in it. Like, so, I, I need to get my hands on that. Apparently, the thing that they got absolutely right is the web slinging in mm -hmm. this game. Everyone's been saying that. So, it makes me kind of feel weird about the combat a little. I'm just like, is that kind of secondary? Let's, let's We'll figure it out when we get our hands on it. Yeah. People are saying that, though, it... it some people in the press are saying that it is elevating the superhero genre, some of the shit that is in this game. That's pretty dope. This trailer that we saw showed off uh, basically the Sinister Six. Yeah. We got fucking and Rhino Negative and Negative Man, which I think he is a part of the Six, because okay. we didn't see Doc Ock in this. No. Yeah. So we got Rhino, we got Vulture, we got... Scorpion. Negative Bro, Scorpion, and Electro. Mm. What? Yeah, Electro showed yeah. up. Uh, fucking Gnar, dude. Full cast shows up to fucking kick Spider-Man's ass. Right. I was like on the edge of my seat. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> I gotta tell you, so we were both yeah. like working the night uh, Sony's E3 happened, and we had sure. to stop where we were to watch all this shit. And I was at work, and my coworkers were like, what the fuck are you watching? I'm like, it's E3. It's a big thing in video games. So I'm like, all right, have fun. And I'm like huddled over the manager's desk watching these dudes beat on Spidey. And I'm like, whoa, this is cool. <laughs> this is cool. It, I'm so excited for that game. It's so close, but I gotta tell you, I was a little disappointed in something. Where the fuck was my Spider-Man PlayStation Pro? Oh. Uh, Dog? You're knocking on Shuhei's door right now. Dog, shoo. Shoo, 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 shoo. Where is you? Yeah. Where you at? You gonna let a guy, you gonna let a guy out there like that with no uh, Spider-Man PlayStation Pro? You're the only one who can make this happen, Shoo. They only got like three months to make that happen for me. Yeah. They showed a Kingdom Hearts PlayStation. Okay. Why aren't you making me happy, dog? Look at that. Specifically, Kevin. More Sony initiatives should be made with the intention to make Kevin happy specifically. 
Okay. This is your Sony Pony right here. He's got saddle sores. He hates horses, but he's on this horse. I am on you. this horse. Sean, uncomfortable. Uh, Hideo, if you're listening. <laughs> Hideo, he does nothing to do with this. <laughs> nothing to do with it. <laughs> but he still, yeah. he, he, he answers the call to arms. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Um, what do you think? There was a little tease in that trailer that there is this other, like, unrevealed enemy. Mm-hmm. That shows up and like Spidey seems to recognize. Yeah, him. he goes you, and then they cut the trailer. Who, who do you think that could be, really? Um, I mean, I don't know if Venom is a scheming type. If you could corral people like mm-hmm. that, but my thought is probably. I thought I, I, I thought I heard that no symbiotes were going to be in this game. Okay, I, I that's I what I thought I heard. My thought is probably uh, Mysterio or maybe, maybe Kingpin. Maybe I don't even know over there. Well, Kingpin is in confirmed in the game yeah. and you actually defeat him okay. uh, at the in the intro. Okay. Uh, game, Interesting. Game Informer article went into that. Yeah. Mysterio would be one of my bets just because he's supposed to be the villain for the new Spider-Man Homecoming movie. Right, so, right. I right. don't know, maybe they maybe. Could But yeah, I don't I don't know. Norman Osborn maybe. Oh, Green Green Goblin? Yeah. Honestly, yeah. Maybe would, he could be the one at play here. I would be down as, uh, so, as fuck for that one. Yeah, yeah for sure. Do you think sure. we're going to get other Spider-Men in this universe? So they did tease at last E3 that Miles Morales is in the story. Okay. We didn't see him in costume or mm-hmm. any of that, but he's like apparently working with Peter Parker, maybe in his day job mm-hmm. or something. So I, he's in the game. That's neat. And I don't think they're you know going to add him in the game not to have him, you know, not not to have that pay off. Yeah. That would be that would be fucking ridiculous. It would be a little ridiculous, right? Um, I'm excited for this game. Like you said, um, and you put it very well. This is the Spider-Man game you've always wanted as a kid. Yep, all happening, and that's cool. I think the combat's gonna be dope. I think what they're gonna show us is cool. The one thing I'm still kind of weird about is it seems like there's a reliance on like quick time traversal right. between like web swinging and shit. It's like I get that you can't necessarily have to be super free form. And you need to like lean on like okay, press X to really make this jump from this building to this building. Well, but, from what I saw, there is more quick time like you know in certain events and stuff like, like cinematic almost. But as far as yeah, like in cinematic moments and missions and such. But it seems like some of those mo- other moments are uh, <coughs> very contextual, very mm-hmm. context sensitive of okay. like how you traverse through buildings and shit, where you always have this momentum and you just have to do like a quick like. I think I saw like press L one or something to like kind of like web onto something else real quick. Mm-hmm. So I don't think it's like as scripted as you might think for web slinging. In fact, everyone's saying they got it right. They nailed it. Okay, cool. So then I'm excited. I think some of the action, however, is going to have some quick time things. And like, why are you doing that? You don't okay. need to do that that much. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Okay. So mm-hmm. that really kind of wraps it. September seventh comes yeah. up. By the way, that's pretty pretty soon. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and we got a news from Software Game. By the way. Blood. Bo- oh wait, it doesn't. No, nope. Uh, nope. Uh, nope. It's a typo. Oh yep. It's that- weird. They spelled uh, Bloodborne two as Daracini. Yeah. What does that mean? I don't know what that is. That's weird. That, uh, that's a hmm, strange. So, huh. Two from software games. Gotcha. Uh, at E three this year. This one is a PSVR exclusive. <laughs> we Tw- don't. Twice the not Bloodborne. <laughs> uh, um, we don't really know anything about it. it looks more fantastical, uh, not so horror based. Um, yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's a different vibe entirely. So good for them though for branching out and doing something different with Sony. Yep. Um, I'm gonna let you master this. Is there anything from mm-hmm. Sony that you thought was missing, like in terms of announcements or games? Yeah, a full-on remake of Gex. Just kind of. Why weird. did I give you the podium? I don't know why. There's there's one thing, and I'm gonna say it every single year until mm-hmm. the end of time. Dino Crisis. Bring back. Dino Crisis, son. Although this year you're gonna hear me be a little quieter because you gave me RE2. Sure. You, you know, 
you cupped the balls this time, Sony. Yeah. Usually you, you suck me off, but this time phew, you went the extra mile. There's a lot of shit I could give all these conferences flat for, but they all kind of gave me something I wanted. Yeah. Nothing I was screaming for, but it's all cool. So. Oh, I was screaming for yeah. one of these. Honestly, RE2 and Spider-Man combined are like my childhood yeah. fucking gratified yeah. in, in one. So I'm, 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 Honestly, good. I'm good this the year. The next 18 months of my life are booked. Yeah. With all, all these games. <laughs> like, And that's not even like the, the rest of it. Add them to the blood calendar, bro. Okay, so Nintendo was Tuesday, uh, 9 a.m. I woke up goddamn early yeah, for you did. shit. Uh, just to keep the save room torch burning. <laughs> Good uh, man. We're going to get through some of them real fast. Real uh, fast. A la Nindie style. But uh, Damon X Machina 2019, that's coming out. It was like a robot kind of game. Looked kind of fun and stylized. Yeah, uh, who gives a shit? Xenoblade uh, Chronicles 2. Uh, Golden Country expansion is coming. Cool. Oh, okay. Reggie Fizame, our dude, our guy, is talking about mm. success and impact over the uh, year that the Switch has been out. Oh. Really neat. Uh, yeah, that's cool. Good man. First big one, Pokemon Let's Go. Pikachu, Pokemon Let's Go. Oh, they announced there for the first time? They showed a lot more. <laughs> <Okay>. They showed <laughs> a lot, actually. Mm. Um, you stoked on this one still? I'm still there with it. Yeah. I'm hanging with it for sure. I'm about it. Uh, November 16, 2018. Really cool. Go back to the Kanto region. Mm -hmm. uh, the cool thing about this, like we said before, is it's all playable with the Pokemon Go. Plus the Pokemon Ball. The uh, ball. Yeah. The peripheral ball. The peripheral ball. Peripheral ball. So you can get the game, I think, for 60 bucks, or if you want the controller bundled in, it's 100 Good God. Good stuff. So that's cool. Um, they announced Super Mario Party. Oh, no. Which is, It looks really fun. Really? Yeah. You get it. I mean, just thinking... You no, know, I will, because like this seems like the, the game that I wanted 1-2-Switch um, to be. But with oh, Mario. Okay. And it looks That's fun, fair. and uh, I'm just there for it. Uh, seeing people with their fucking four Joy-Cons and their Switches set up, like TVs, it seems like they're going to really play at the peripherals here, and it's going to be cool. I just want to be able to smile again. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, so, four-player action, 2v2, really cool, October 5th. Right. Um, Fire Emblem, Three Houses, again... Not really for us, but spring 2019. <laughs> they didn't make this one for us, dude. Uh, Fortnite. Ah. It's coming to the Switch. It's actually already av ah. it's available for free. And it's got some heat around it because uh, PS4 is not letting people use their Epic accounts mm -hmm. like to even carry their progress. The not even to look at the game. Yeah, so there's no crossplay, and then there's none of that shit either. People yeah. so mad. And somebody... <laughs> Somebody uh, brought up an interesting argument where it's like, hey, we knew about this beforehand. Why did nobody cry about this with the Xbox? And people are like, well, nobody really gave a shit <laughs> on the Xbox. I'm like, oh, no. Because there's no crossplay there. That was Arthur Gies, who used to work for Polygon, said that oh, shit, shit on Twitter. And I was like, god damn, that's a, that's a hot take if I ever saw yeah. one. That was, that was hot to the touch. That's so funny. <laughs> uh, oh, I need to say something about this. Overcooked 2 mm. is motherfucking coming out. Uh, Overcooked, which if you didn't know is the game of the year for uh, 2015, 2016, 2017, and 2018, mm -hmm. is, <laughs> is coming with a sequel. Local and online co-op play fucking finally August 7th, 2018. We're going to play so much. We're going to play so because we're getting back into Overcooked 1 right now just for the fuck of it. Right. Uh, they better have a better trophy list this time, though. A full yeah, there, dearth. Then there wasn't a platinum. Yeah, the game's 30 bucks. Uh, so this is going to be super cool. The fact that you can uh, play it online, awesome. Uh -huh. Uh, I don't think I want to communicate with strangers, but like you and I to be able to play it in separate rooms, awesome. That would be cool too. Yeah. Um, this is kind of their Nindies rail off. Um, I yeah. love Nintendo in that like this isn't the bullshit display we got two years ago when they kind of revealed the Switch of like weird gimmicks and stuff. It was literally like here are our biggest names in our console space. Here's videos and trailers and just really genuine sentiments in between, mm -hmm. and that was cool. But they released a bunch of shit and announced. Uh, 
in order. Killer King, Killer Queen Black 2018, uh, Hollow Knight, which is available on June 12th. Pretty cool. Uh, Octopath Traveler, Starlink Battle Atlas, Arena of Valor, Minecraft, uh, Sushi Striker, Just Dance 2019, uh, da, 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 da. <laughs> Captain Toad Treasure Tracker, kind of a remaster of oh, fuck the one yeah. That's really dope. July 13th. Fuck yeah. Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy coming June 29th. Nice. Uh, FIFA 18, okay. Uh, why can't um, you even say it? Fallout Shelter, like we talked about. We know Dark Souls Remastered is coming, summer 2018. Mm. Monster Hunter Generations Ultimate looks different. Uh, it's not World. No, it's not. For sure it's not World. Uh, it is a uh, it is a, another port of the 3DS game. Okay. Yep. So, August 28th there, if you're excited. Uh, they're bringing Wolfenstein 2, finally. Kill Nazis on the go, June 29th. I thought Wolfenstein 2 already came out for the... No, it was Switch. announced. Oh, Doom came out Doom, already. Yeah. Okay, 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 okay. Uh, okay. Mega Man 11, October 2nd. Oh, you skipped a big one. The World Ends With You, a complete remaster. That is a cult classic from the DS. I never played it. You never played uh, Square Enix made that jam. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's actually badass as fuck. The combat's really fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Jess I, actually called attention to that to me, and I was like, what are you talking about? And I was like, I looked at it, I was like, that's actually cool. It looks really no, neatly it's, designed it's and stylized. A, it has a huge cult fan base, for sure. Um, Mega Man 11, you excited? Looks dope as fuck, yeah, man. Really the cool. art style looks exactly what Mighty Number no. 9 was trying to do. Yo, they're bitch-slapping Mighty Number no. 9 with really Mega Man bad. right now. This is what we wanted, and I don't know why people aren't more excited for Mega Man 11. It looks so good, dude. Yeah. I'm picking that, looks that shit up right away. Uh, Hell yeah. Yeah, that might be my re-entry into the Mega Man franchise. For sure. Um, we got more of Mario Tennis Aces, which I thought we were going to get a whole fucking demo of that game, but I'm glad uh, we got a tease of it uh, June 22nd. Okay. And then the, the big, big one, one. Uh, this is where they spent the bulk of their time. Uh, what was it? It was like 30 minutes. Well, where, where did they announce this initially? Was it the Nindies or what conference was it? I have no Ninten- fucking clue. I think it was the Nintendo Direct. I have no fucking clue. Um, that they talked about uh, the reveal of Super Smash Brothers, uh, No Name, just kind of presented in the glint of a Splatter Girl's eye. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But this um, time, they went fucking full force. Titled Super Smash Brothers Ultimates, mm-hmm. coming December 7th, 2018. I... I'm so stoked for this game. Like, the the way that, like, Resident Evil 2 and fucking Spider-Man speaks to your childhood, this speaks to my fucking child and college years mm-hmm. a lot. And why, Daniel? What's special about Super Smash Bros. Ultimate? Um, I mean, who doesn't love watching Pikachu beat up on Jigglypuff beating up on Link? Yeah. I mean, I love seeing my favorite characters fuck each other You can up. get that from any of the yeah. games. What can you get from this game that none of the others have? All of it. All of it. You, you know what he said, Sakurai? Everyone is here. He reiterated the hell of it. Every character. You could see him dying every time he announced it. <laughs> every character that's ever graced a Smash Brothers game from Smash oh! 64, Melee, Brawl, Wii U slash 3DS. It was just four. Yeah. All in the. Uh, they actually call it Smash Brothers Wii U, and then there's Smash Brothers uh, 3DS. Okay. Yeah, we call it Smash Four. Okay. Because it was annoying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but every character from those games, even Snake, bro. Yeah, they brought David Hayter back for it. Oh, he's going to be voicing Snake again. Did they really? Yeah. That's his voice in the trailer, dude. Why is Nintendo a better company than Konami, bro? Right. Well, I, well that's a stupid question. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just but, mean... <laughs> so 60 yeah. plus characters. I think the final roster is like 68, including Echo characters and assists. Mm-hmm. Um, awesome. Right. This makes us the biggest crossover game in video game history in terms of like franchises and characters. That's true. That's true. Whoa. Um, I think maybe... It was a little much to spend 20 plus minutes on this. It was a lot because they did this little reveal. Okay, we're going to tell you who from the original roster is here. Then we're going to tell you who's not. And they did this build up and they're like, cool, everyone's here. But then they did a little like 
two-minute tech demo of every character. And it was cool to see the nuances and how they're changing and what, like, more recent effects are coming. Like, um, Link, he has his Breath of the Wild stuff. Um, there's Cappy from uh, Super Mario Odyssey. So a little nuanced stuff that's newer to these characters in their franchises. But, mm -hmm. like, it was a lot. There's a lot of technical differences, too, yeah. especially in the way that uh, you can't um, uh, abuse the block button anymore. Mm -hmm. uh, there's, like, the, the little, like, jukes that you do midair or change yeah. to make so it a little easier. One of my favorite aggressive tactics in Melee is the air dodge. Mm. And it's back. Yeah. Oh, my God. So, no, this game, it, it, it looks like everything I've wanted from a Super Smash Brothers game. I'm really hyped that they're allowing a GameCube controller sort of interface with it. Right, you have to get an adapter, but mm -hmm. uh, you can use your old GameCube controllers with the Switch. So cool. Very cool. Very yeah. fucking cool. Because I got a Pro Controller thinking I was going to need one, and you tell me that I can play with the GameCube controller all the way. Yeah. All the way. Dunzo. Um, how hyped are you for this? Like, did you play a lot of this growing up? I played a lot of Melee, especially. Yeah. I, I dropped off of the series after that because, uh, you know, I didn't pick up Wii or... Uh, or Wii U and whatnot. I tried the Brawl one. I wanted to get into that so bad. Yeah. But it didn't catch the way Melee did uh, for me. Brawl was apparently very divisive mm -hmm. with the fan base. But uh, no, I just, uh, I love Melee. I love the adventure mode and all that shit. Yeah, that was cool. I like the fact that they're making a point where it's like, this is not just a port of the last game with every character. It really is. Like, like there's some substantial differences no. to what this is. They redesign every character's build. Uh, stages are redesigned. I, I don't know right. if they're... Uh, releasing every stage ever but um they look like they're built from the ground up there are uh what are they called i think like final destination versions of them where they're, they're stripped down versions of the stage and then the full scale ones wait the the films yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah there's gonna be a final destination i hope there's here. a final destination two stage well <laughs> the cinematic bit where uh mega man yeah. uh mario and samus are walking through i don't remember what space station that is but uh Oh, yeah. And they slowly get ganked off by Ripley. Uh, that's kind uh, of like yeah. Final they, yeah, that's some Final Destination yeah. <laughs> shit right there. Yeah, Ripley, who appears gigantic in that CG trailer, is so big, kind of like Firebrand <laughs> size in fucking in the game itself. I'm like, okay, it's true. Still cool that they're there though. Yeah. Um, we although the fans are, they're not happy about one exclusion. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> they they need that wallet Luigi man. Yeah. They need it because they they want they want his ass. <laughs> I am the is. best. Oh. I am number one. God. No, he he would have been a cool addition. Um, yeah. At least like as an assist trophy. But it looks dope. I'm probably gonna get that fucking uh, day one. Um, I thought they were gonna announce more characters during the treehouse demonstration. Yeah. Um, but they didn't. Which is fine. I imagine we're gonna get more in the coming years. And DLC, yeah, yeah. yeah. So. so, but apparently, uh, Sakurai said this is gonna be the last Smash game. Uh, I wouldn't blame him if it was, because it looks like it took a lot of effort, development, and health. If it's the best one, then yeah. it's like, all right, yeah. dude, we're good. Just port it to every Nintendo system. Exactly. After. From now on, <laughs> and just add characters. Like, yeah. like that's all you have to do. What was what was the big thing I wanted to say about it? Actually, no. We got it all. We uh, got it all. Yeah, you started as the original 8, kind of like the N64 lineup, right, and then it right. blossoms into 64. Yeah, because so. they really wanted you to feel like you're always unlocking something yeah. as you're playing, and that's something that I feel is really lacking from fighting games that like mm -hmm. I think NetherRealm understands. Yeah. Like, yo, you need a reason to come back to this that isn't just the competitive edge. You know, If you give it all to us, we're going to burn ourselves out really early, and oh, I think yeah. that's why Melee was cool to go back to, yeah. and Brawl. It's like, there's always something. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, super dope. Um... That was their big thing, though, and I was kind of let down because there's a lot I wanted to see them show off, but they didn't. They didn't uh, show off Metroid 4. No. But they said it's Metroid still... Metroid Prime 4, I'm sorry. They said it's still in development, though. Yeah. Well, 2019 is kind of the working date. I mean, the last they... time we saw it, it was a fucking logo, so I don't think they made a... They yeah. broke a lot of ground on it since then. Probably not. 
Yeah. Um, they didn't show the Yoshi game that I was super hyped for. No, what the fuck? That would have been a perfect time to fucking demo it. Yeah, there's a few games that were just like, did Nintendo fucking forget mm-hmm. about these things? Like, yeah. you showed it off like last year and we were real hyped about it and then it was like, eh. But maybe they're doing the Sony approach where it's like, we're going to show what we really care to at um, E3. But then our respective thing, like uh, Sony does with PXX, maybe for the uh, Nintendo Direct, they're going to blow right, our dicks right. off. So. Well, that's all I want from Nintendo. Yeah. Or Reggie specifically. Blow my dick off. <laughs> and then give it to fucking uh, Shuhei. Yeah. There was a Devolver Digital showcase where, again, it was like this pre-recorded, like, just over-the-top shit. And, like, it was fun. I didn't watch all of it, but, no. like, you know, because I think last year was, like, much more impactful because it was like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. Oh, you're saying fuck you to E3 and, yeah. and marketing. I love it. And then, like, to do it again this year, I was just like, all right. <laughs> like, it's fine. Yeah. I didn't yeah. catch much from it. The two that stood out were my friend Pedro. Right. Which looks really cool. This fucking Gunkata side-scrolling game. It looks like Trials with and guns. Shit. Yeah. It looks so cool. <laughs> it, it looks so, so, so neat. And then, uh... uh man <laughs> This is everything you've always... That was always... at the PC showcase, yeah. though. This is everything you've yeah. always wanted from a game. You play... It's an open-world RPG where you play as a shark. <laughs> everywhere. Like, not even in, just in the water. He's everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Most games you worry about the shark, the game is worried about you. Yeah, that's my game at E3, bro. <laughs> Have you seen a trailer for yeah, it? Yeah, it looks so fucking zany. <laughs> so, uh, overall, like, yeah, while we, I had some um, nitpicking kind of comments to make about, like, certain conferences and the uh, absence of certain games. Yeah. Overall, though, dude, lots of fucking games to get excited yeah. about. Lots of shit coming our way. And for me... Whew, I, I got a happy time coming through like this. All I have to do is not die until after <laughs> January. Yeah. And like then I can. Like yeah. if God if God wants to be like, Kevin, you had a good you're dead, stupid. <laughs> like but do it after I platinum Resident yeah. Evil 2. Get my birthday out of the way. Let, right. I want you to at least play Kingdom Hearts 3 and then you can die. Right. I'll play a little bit of that and then just go, oh <laughs> <laughs> A keyblade right through the heart. <laughs> Hopefully it's a gunblade. Yeah. More appropriate oh, to me. What if they have gunblades in this one? They bring Squall back with a gunblade. Shut your fucking mouth. That'd be so sick. Don't get me excited. Um, overall, it was it was good. Um, it I was good. It was an amazing conference, but I think yeah. every studio learned from what they did previous years and gave us a lot of what we wanted and more yeah. without blowing the lid off of anything crazy. So Right. Well, I just... Yeah, it was fine. Yeah. <laughs> it was an exciting time. Yeah. The, 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 going through, it's always a good time. It's a good time just to like be alive. More games, just a fucking variety of games. Just I, the support that you wanted for certain franchises and certain things. Like, it's, it's always great to see. And I like yeah. the industry seems to really uh, like beating themselves off around this time of year. Even though I know it's a stressful thing. Mm-hmm. It's a hard thing to put together. We never get to see like behind the scenes of what yeah. what's really put into it. Because apparently... Um, uh, Bioware had a comment that was pretty impactful. They said that for everyone that actually brought live code like we did to E3, mm-hmm. we salute you. It it's is, hard. It is not an easy thing yeah. to do. And it's scary because it could be, you know, it could crash on you. It can do stupid things. It can, it can, people can respond to it because it's a vertical slice yeah. that isn't the entire game. They can respond to it in a very negative way. They, they do sometimes. They sometimes do and just go like, oh, but it's not representative of the final product sometimes. Do you remember that movie? Oh, God. 
indie games, the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where they, they showed, like, Super Meat Boy, and then there was bits from the dude who did Fez. Right. That was, like, a one-man show, and when he went to go tech that game, it didn't work. I know. And, like, he was having a meltdown, and it's like, yeah, right. I don't blame you, because, like, a, you, that's something you worked hard on as a one-man show, and you can't even show it off right. Right. So... Yeah, kudos to the people who showed stuff up because even like the technical bugs and stuff, it's stuff that can be discussed on the floor and worked on until it's ready to go gold. Right. So, so, so I salute you, industry. Yeah. Thank you for keeping us enthusiastic and alive. Yeah, there's plenty to be excited about. It mm-hmm. honestly, I can't walk away from this too cynical. No, not like, bad. I can't be like, oh, you fucking didn't. I, there's nothing yeah. I'm excited about. I'm like, no, fuck, fuck, no, dude. There's, there's a enough. lot of games I'm excited about. Yeah. So. Right now, I'm in this like kind of backlog down season between now and probably mm. September where I'm trying to catch up with stuff I haven't gotten to play because I know I'm going to be busy. Mm. Explains all the Bloodborne. A lot of Bloodborne. A lot of Bloodborne. Two weeks and I'm almost done. I'm almost through the right. Old Hunters DLC. So. Oh, yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah. O- almost to it, I should say. You're almost through it. Oh, yeah. So, well, it's been a good one. I think that's it. Yeah, man. We, we've sat here for four hours talking mm-hmm. about E3. Yeah. Uh, we thank you guys so much. We've been seeing some traction with both not just the save room but with uh you know with the twitter with the twitch streams we got mm. going on we love that people are actually responding to this content we we don't know why we think yeah. you have poor taste probably <laughs> probably i don't know why you enjoy listening to our fucking ad hoc yeah. <laughs> uh far 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 from professional podcast but honestly very sincerely we appreciate the shit out of it and your t-shirt's in the mail your t-shirt is already in the mail <laughs> it's size daniel <laughs> But we love you. Again, uh, if you want to check us out on Twitter, that is at Save Room Show. Mm-hmm. If you want to check out our independent streams, which are a part of the Save Room family, mm-hmm. you can check me out at the Red Herb. You can check out Daniel at... Dungeons and Daniels. Boom, 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 boom. boom. And um, uh, more to come, guys. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah, we're. I feel like we're hitting a good stride, and I really like what we're doing now. It's fun. I mean, I like, I like what no, you're doing. Oh, yeah. Thanks, dude. Yeah. yeah. What do you like about what I'm doing? Just the way you move. Ooh. Hang on. Just the way you move. Very ASMR. Gonna gonna fucking end it. Shuhei, where the fuck is my PS4 Pro Spider-Man edition? You really want me to go to a fucking hobby store and paint a pro red? And blue? And void the warranty, Shuhei? What a joke. All right. Wrap it up. Thanks for listening. Uh, Next episode, more Bloodborne. More Bloodborne. (laughs) Good night, everyone. Good night.